Let's do this. Unclicked. Corey Martinez, so stoked to have you here. You were like, when we kind of were doing season one, when I was just by myself, you were one of my, like, kind of the later guests that were like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And it always fell through between me and you. Yeah, it's been, definitely been a long time coming. Yeah, but thanks for coming to... on season two. We're yeah. super hyped to have you. And to be here. Mid school to new school legend. You kind of uh, paved the way for a lot of modern day street riding. You really <laughs> fucking, you'd be one of those guys that would go to a spot and just do everything on it i've seen clips of you riding a kink trail like 12 15 years ago doing tricks that people would be hyped on now so <laughs> the glory years, the glory years. <laughs> yeah. You're still in the glory years but congrats for doing so much sick shit and thanks Cheers. for coming on today oh, man it means a lot thanks Dennis. Hell yeah. you've been in san diego for a little while now right correct yeah um i think i'm pushing i think on the west coast in general about a little over a month okay yeah. And then, so what? What is this trip that you're on, basically? So you have your you have your crazy rig that you built yourself, yep. And yep. and you kind of just have been on the road for like three or four months now at this point. Yeah, um, total on the road about just over three months. Yeah, I left um, November. Yeah, first of November. Okay. And then that whole thing just started. I went to where did I go to North Carolina and then made my way all the way here. So I actually left, went East from Nashville and then came all the way to, to the wow. West coast. Yeah. That's okay. huge. Cause that was, it was Seth's birthday weekend. And so I went and rode with him and hung out and stuff like that. And then made a, my way down this way. Sweet. Yeah. So let's kind of, there's no particular thing. It was just going back to what you're saying. What is this trip about? It's just honestly life trip. Yeah. Straight up. Like I just been going through so much through 2020 and like so many things that were on my mind and just like, bike riding was like starting to fizzle away from like not riding all the time Mm -hmm. and so i had all this other stuff going on and it's like personal things happen and so i like finally kind of got my life my personal stuff correct got my got my personal stuff correct and then i was all right i'm going to focus on building this camper out and then really hitting the road and so yeah for the most part i think um three months ago i just finished up the little bit that i had left on the camper and then decided to hit the road did a little mini test um and it just to see how it's going to actually ride and then after that i was like all right cool i'm doing it and then just threw all the interior stuff together as far as like it's just a a cheap little kitchen sink and and stuff like that a water pump just to be able to get on the road and just have some sort of functioning stuff in there what's like what's and you have your dog with you correct not a small dog chino large yeah yeah, Yeah. large water (laughs) and uh i guess i'll 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 pop a photo of the rig just so people can see it but like what's life like in it like you you're obviously sleeping in it and stuff off and on i'm sure or maybe all the time no i've only been in a actual bed outside of my camper three times oh wow yeah okay so, so it's comfy then that, oh i love it absolutely home. absolutely yeah exactly it's home it's I, I made yeah. I, I made you it know, to no, i haven't home, seen the inside but, so it's nice you know it's, it's getting nicer on the inside i should say yeah but when i left it was just all raw wood like i didn't do any kind of detailing work at all just some functioning just to get yeah. on the road uh but since i've got to california i've been fortunate enough to use the garage and stuff over at christian's place and then just kind of do more detailed painting and like hanging up stuff and making a home for everything so yeah. i don't have to get it out and put it you know what i mean things like that no. it just takes so much time every morning every night uh, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Just kind of, you, you almost went like the route of like, it's kind of like a mini motor home rather than van style, which is kind of just cool and different. Most people are doing the renovating a van. You yeah, kind of turn it into like a, it looks like a motor home basically with a small front end and then the big old, like your living space is all in the back. It's, it's a different style. You like, yeah, it's just a slide in camper basically. So yeah, in the winter of 2019 going into it, I was so curious about all this stuff i just started researching all these different designs and like actual ones that you can buy and then ones that people made on youtube and stuff and it's like getting all these ideas and finally i just started 
sketching out my own and then taking bits and pieces from all these other ones that I've seen. And it's like, all right, cool. I'd see how they do it. I know what's going on. And so I just started designing my own. And it was honestly one of those things like I've been wanting to do this for so long, like seven, eight years ago, I've been mm. coming out to California every winter. Yeah. And so staying, you know, I mean, you, I would be gone You've for months, months at a time sleeping in the back of my truck with yeah. just a shell on yeah. top. You but know? you made that really cozy too. Yeah. Like it was always it like this little, little mini motor section home with all my bike before. parts and all my clothes and stuff. And then I slept there and my bike was beside me, you know, but, uh, you just made the ultimate version of that. Exactly. I was it basically came to the point where I was like, I'm tired of sleeping in the back of my truck, you know, so I'm going to actually yeah. do it properly. And, um, sleep in the back just of your life, truck. Life kind of fell into the place and pushed me in that direction and to build something a little bit more dialed that's cool let's talk about that whole life shift because that's me and you had a good conversation on that the kind of the build between like Corey martinez Mm -hmm. out in the limelight every jam every video part every cinema trip to covid being home this relationship that you were going to basically kind of start working in another direction and Mm -hmm. bmx was just going to be a hobby which it always is but Right. You kind of were going towards more like woodworking and starting to do different things. And then you had some shifts. Yeah, That's yeah. Pretty... No, it was cool. Like, I, I think just from the relationship I was in going through 2019, I kind of found myself enjoying woodworking a little more. And then opportunities came to where I could help out with some stuff that she had going. And so that kind of expressed a little more of that side to me and i was like i kind of dig it you know and then money financially it was like working out well for me i was getting paid so she had like a bar or something right like she was so and then so they were like oh we need a deck and yeah like i I could build anything interior stuff and it was like and and with a girlfriend you're actually like in nashville because normally you kind of you just have homies rent that house out and you travel the world yeah yeah normally yeah i would be just doing that so were you already there or did COVID kind of set you there i was already there you know prior to the COVID thing you know and kind of going into that and then so you're already settling down the traveling a little bit for the most part yeah it's not intentionally it was just it just happened you know what i mean because there wasn't much going on anyway you know but last 2019 was the first year that i never that i skipped winter and never came out to california Mm -hmm. since i started doing that and so once that happened and then like all right 2019 was good 2020 was like didn't start out well christmas and all that stuff was just kind of like personally just didn't go well holidays yeah and so it was just like things with the relationship and then yeah that was really it and like i felt like i was trapped in different places i didn't know what i was doing between the woodworking the relationship the bmx stuff you know like i was just like confused yeah so lots of questions yeah and so that was just didn't know what i was gonna do and then yeah after all that kind of like ended and i kind of like you know made it nicer and then i started focusing on myself that so was really what was it. this the relationship yeah yeah so earlier so, in the year so the relationship just, ended then the word woodworking was that what kind of like answered your questions or that once that, that ended because i realized i was kind of doing most of the woodworking stuff just to kind of make ends meet for myself but yeah. then also because we were together and it was like she needed to fill like she was um, taken care of in a sense, you know, every, everyone, if you're in a relationship needs that. And so financially I wasn't really providing much on the BMX side of things not happening anymore. Yeah. So I just kind of was forced into that a little bit, you know, but I, I enjoyed it. Cause I even talked to you about it. I was yeah. like, I really do enjoy all the woodworking stuff It's all like outdoor kind of stuff. And I like it, but it was like one of those things I, after time went on and not being together, it was like, I, 
I want to just be me again, you know, and, and that, that everyone, I mean, anytime you go through that, you find yourself again and then you move on. Like, I'm sure I'll be in yeah. another relationship, whatever. But it's like woodworking just, I, I realized wasn't my avenue just yet. Do you think she was like, so you found, you found this woman that you, you loved or, or liked or <laughs> yeah. whatever. I'm not placing words in your mouth. And did you, <laughs> did you feel like, did you feel like you were, you were changing yourself a little too quickly? I in guess. A, in like, a sense, like, yeah. But, well, not, I didn't cause like things happen unexpectedly like that. And I yeah. just kind of go with it, go with the flow. My whole life, I've just gone with the flow, you know, with how things unfold in front of me, which is great. And that was unfolding in a good way. You know, I had like, I started doing like outside of all the stuff, the woodworking builds for that stuff, that the bar and all that. I started doing my own thing with my homie, you know, and we started doing all these different gigs and that, and it was great. You know, income was amazing for a little while, but it, I just wasn't truly happy. Yeah. You know, like that wasn't, I, I would get on Instagram and whatever and see all the, all my friends riding, doing all these trips and still pushing themselves. And I was like, I want that still, you yeah. know? Still so, that's fucking yeah, good. absolutely. So like, I, was, and I, and I, I realized that, you know, I was like, I can't, I'm not done yet. Kind of hard to pull away when, yeah. sorry to interrupt, but oh. you were like, you're not at a point where you're like, well, these video parts are hard to make now. I'm not, you know, like you got tricks still. You're learning still. I, Every I, time I see you ride, I'm like, dude. I love the, it. I yeah. love progressing, you know. Like I don't think I'll ever get away from that. Yeah. So anytime I can still push myself with the littlest things, like I'm going to want to do that. And I just felt like in and my, it's not little things for you still. You're still making life, you know, dope I video parts. <laughs> trying in these days. But like I just felt like that wasn't the avenue for me at the time. And so yeah. once that ha- ended. Was I that, was I mean, really was that, was that the spark that ended the relationship? Ye- you think like that that you're like, hey, I don't want to do this no, woodwork and stuff. There's other stuff, stuff going stuff on. That, okay, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it you know, was a something... final straw for us that yeah. I was like, I ended up breaking my hand. And, <laughs> oh, and yeah. was, one of those terrible. things. Yeah. I've never seen. Yeah, red. They... I've never seen red before in my life. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting yeah. story. And I, I've never gotten mad to the point like that with anyone. Yeah, and it's like it sucks to say it, but like I mean, I met she pushed me that way. I met her. I mean, I met her in England, and she. I mean, she seemed like she was cool, but she seemed like she seemed pretty like smart. You know what I mean? Kind of. You business know. person like savvy with yeah. all that What's stuff funny no she's i'm trying to find the right words but she didn't see she didn't really <laughs> say all like, these nice things and punches like well she, you know she was a hard ass you know like so she up, she was know. a hard ass and she was a shit talker and she was like in a fun way but like yes. in a fun way that isn't like you know fun but not on a good relationship we were just different honestly. yeah At the you end know of the day, we you know how nice Corey is i know I was she was at. not nice <laughs> yeah she she could sit down i remember at battle of hastings and there'd be a bunch of shit talking bmxers yeah. and she would hold put her someone own. in her in their place which is all which is all awesome. she did that she did yeah. that with uh austin augie yeah, yeah she and then checked the dude off. from australia yeah. that was just like Beachy. messing him yeah, Beachy, yeah. Beachy, yeah messing with him the whole time he was trying something and she didn't like that yeah so she i was like i had a dollar yeah she put she put beachy in his place yeah like i said there was pros and cons to the relationship yeah. but yeah. it was like at the end of the day we were just so different so something happened though that pissed you off so bad you punched the fridge broke yeah i broke my hand and that's the first time and I've you ever never done get mad never never I mad, oh. dude. like like i get frustrated with things bike riding whatnot but i don't get mad at people like that you yeah. know what i mean ever even your yeah. frustration in bmx is like, the chillest and compared so to that was that was the final straw to where i was like I checked out. You couldn't yeah. woodwork, yeah. too, correct? Could, so you can't woodwork at this do, point. You broke your hand. Oh, yeah, I could barely hold a drill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so then you're just stuff. thinking. That gives you right back to your brain where you're like, okay, what the we fuck? We tried to like make it ha- like work after that, and, and I realized I was kind of already checked out mentally. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, went through the motions for a little while, and then, yeah, kind of got out and then started focusing on myself and really buckled down on the camper because uh, I knew that was my escape. Yeah. That was the avenue I wanted to get just to – 
get back to me again. Get, and you get own my a, feet ground. You own a place back home, have friends rented mm-hmm. out. So it was like, let's build this camper. And yeah. Then you Through, can be, throughout be 2020, after all that happened, I was fortunate enough through Homie Connections that I got two guys in there right now. And then one of the homies, Chick, lives there too. And so, like, great people living there, looking after the yeah. spot, like, looking after my cat. It's like, it's amazing. You know, great people. Yeah. So that's, I'm very fortunate for that and to be in a position to travel right now because of that. So it's really cool. Yeah. And Set then, yourself up well to just kind of travel with. I knew I needed no that. Way, I honestly, I worked all your... year to get to that point. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I got my, my ducks in a row to where like I can feel comfortable enough to leave Nashville and not feel like I'm neglecting things behind there. You know what I mean? And just like being selfish. But like at the same time, it's like I got to be selfish at this point because I need to find myself again. Yeah. I need to get my wheels back. Yes. And so. The whole time I've been traveling, I've just been stopping along the way, riding with all the homies, trying to get my wheels back. Because I think a lot of people could take note for that. Twenty twenty, you know, like that. really, I, I rode, but I didn't. I didn't feel like a BMX rider. And you don't really have you, know? a, you don't really have so. like a scene and like all your crew of dudes in Nashville, obviously. Like, no, not not yeah. for the most. Part. I'm sure there's, there's still people, like a younger I go to the skate scene. Park and yeah. there's, there's people I connect with and ride yeah. with, you know. But I guess I mean, no offense to all the the riders and, and homies that I ride yeah. with there, but like after Nathan left, I felt like. That was my, my, my groove, my mojo, you know what I mean? To kind of, like, meet up with somebody. We were on the same level, same wave, you know? Like yeah. Stuff like that. But after he left and moved out here, it was, like, it was off and on when that would happen. He'd come home and we'd cruise together. And then in 2020, nobody did anything, you know, no travels. And the, that, ultimately, is what really kind of, like, put things in, in motion for me. It's like, I don't like this lifestyle. Like, I, I didn't leave. I mean, I'm sure everybody went through it. But I didn't leave for a whole year except to go to Knoxville a couple times or I was Yeah. And then I did one trip to Arkansas to uh, it's a build project, actually. Um, I got hired on to do a Red Bull, like, stage platform thing. For ironic. T- for Terry Adams. Yeah, yeah ironic, yes. <laughs> uh, for Terry Adams. I noticed so, that. I didn't even think about that at the time. That Like, eh, that's a little bit weird. It's yeah. it, it interesting. Yeah. I, I, I was in the place where I was like, you know what? I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'll take their money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was it. Yeah. Um, well, I think I, I feel like there's like a similar theme on the podcast is like because of 2020 is so weird that people are always like, hey, this is a this was a weird year. It gave me time to think and step back. And like and it seems like you use that to realize that, like, hey, I need to I need to make some changes in my life mm. for the better. Absolutely. And, that, and that's like, you know, because it, because you're, you're in a bad situation or something and but then you get to leave for two weeks. And right. it makes it, you know, like kind of, kind of dulls it a little bit, or and, you know, he's and, probably really talented at woodworking, you know, with the talent he has in BMX. I'm yeah. sure he switched over that really easy. He might have just like, without COVID, just boom, job, 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 yeah. job, and never even had time to think of like, is this what I want to do right now? That's that's that, really. Yeah, it. I feel like I, you would have took off fast. I I, I, I really you enjoyed were. it, and I and I wanted to do something like that because I mentioned to you mm-hmm. about it for a little bit, but like, that's what it was. It's like I could have, and it would have taken off, and I, I really had the passion for it. But I didn't have the heart. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's like it wasn't and maybe just maybe ready, the heart you know? for BMX is just too much right now to yeah. put woodworking because you're you're young. You, woodworking can be for the rest of your life. That's what I said. I was yeah. like, dude, I was like that that you can talent getting... will still be exactly. there. You know, whatever you want to call it, but like the hobby is going to be there. But I'm just not. There's some I'm a not huge ready. part of you in the way right now yeah. with BMX and filming Absolutely. and progressing yourself. Just bike riding in general, like I'm the lifestyle. I, yeah, I I, I want to be on a bike riding different places all the time and like. I think I just randomly enough, I was talking with Taj through mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, talking about some stuff he was saying about watching my travels and things. He's about to get a, a an RV and start doing stuff like that. And it was just, I was just, wow. I was like, holy smokes, I'm talking to, yeah. to Taj through Instagram anyway. But I do uh, the same thing anytime Taj, <laughs> if, Taj, wherever the book is or something, like 
Taj's book, he sends it and he like writes it to Canon just, and like my son and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like a it's funny to hear you like there's a generation you're starstruck by because yeah. my generation you are like holy shit Corey Martinez and you're like Taj and who's Taj like talking to on Instagram yeah. right now yeah, like, exactly. talking to Jay Miron yeah you know? right I know. but it's just wild just talking to the views like that about travels and he's wanting to do that and uh, I don't know I just felt like it was like the time for me to still just seek bike riding no matter what like I wasn't there yet you know mm-hmm. so like that lifestyle of just being able to do what you want when you want I'm fortunate enough to still have that lifestyle yeah. you know so I, was, I knew I was like fading out of that but I was like I'm not done yet so I had to pave my way to get back to that point so that's why I'm not now that's Hell good yeah. and fight for it a little bit yeah, more absolutely. yeah absolutely that's fucking that's fucking and, and I'm hyped I'm like yeah. it's been the most therapeutic adventurous time that I could have ever done you know like this has been so nice for me just feel feel like a, a BMX rider again I guess that's you know? cool you, so. yeah and just at such low overhead, you got your stuff going on back home and you got your dog with you and yeah. you got your house on wheels. It's like, yeah. what do you got to do but think about besides have fun, stay healthy and shred? Yeah. That's a good life. That's really it. And and I knew like with being out here, like I had a project to finish up with Christian uh, that I'm really excited about. And then there's one more cinema project that I got to work on while I'm out here too. So mm-hmm. that I don't have home. You know what I mean? I don't have anything going for me out here. Unless you, like, have a filmer sent out to you, and then that's such another overhead on your sponsors where it brings pressure in. Because me and Will have talked about Will Stroud for doing things like that because he's in North Carolina. So he could come to Nashville pretty easily for, like, a couple days. But it was just timing and budget and all that stuff. And so, and just when you have a couple days, like, no matter how good you feel, like, those couple days, shit I'm not a couple-day type filmer, that's for sure. (laughs) It takes me a couple days to do one, two tricks. Yeah, no, I get it. But it's like I, I enjoy that no matter what. If I have an opportunity opportunity to film with somebody i want to do that yeah and so out here it was open opportunities to kind of fulfill that so mm-hmm. yeah that's why understandable I, i've been enjoying this time out here amazing like, yeah the whole really time cool been amazing. stoked for you you know it's and uh, i think a lot of people could get stoked on that because it's so easy to get stuck in a rut no matter you know yeah. no, no matter what it is but it's like you know people out there listening to your story it's so good to just understand what you really want to do and what you love in the moment and take the time to think and figure Dude, it out absolutely i encourage everybody if there's something that you truly want to do like take time and put it into play like make yeah. sure like build build your avenue to that man because it's worth it like if not then you're just going to always be wanting that and seeking mm-hmm. that and not doing it mm-hmm. so cool man yeah Let's talk about uh, your upbringing because that's another pretty interesting story in your life. And I don't think people like have talked to you too much about like the beginning, not like person, like maybe so to say like riding in general, but like your actual growing up with your parents and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. Um, That's a place a lot of people don't even know about. (laughs) That's a a state that people don't just like, I'm going to travel to Alabama to check it out. Like that's kind of a state you you're from. Or you know somebody there or something. You Down know. south, a state that people gonna get, always get, talk about. Going to get comments, hate comments about oh, Alabama. I'm just, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying it's like not like I'm it's going. Not a travel destination. If you're from Europe or yeah. something, not you're not going to yeah. be like I'm going not, to Alabama to see it. There's it's nothing like, to pull you down yeah. there unless you know somebody. Space or, and Rocket Center. That's about it. No. You know? Okay. Stuff so like that. Some space people. Take, a, um, take the tour. You go down to the <laughs> south and like Mobile, go to the beach, you know, things yeah. like that. But I'm sure it's great. Yeah. No, I'm. I was born and raised in Alabama. Decatur. I was like. Yeah, Decatur, Alabama. So I was about 22, 23, and then ended up moving to, sorry, 26, moved to Nashville. And then been in Nashville for 10 years. But the upbringing in Alabama was great. Like, wrote, met, met Seth Kimbrough, yeah. you know what I'm saying, at age of like 10 and a half, 11, I want to wow. say. So him and I actually met in the roller skate rink through a mutual friend. <laughs> Amazing. Seth yes. Kimbrough such a legend. Bikes. He, um, so did you guys even ride bikes at that time? So, yeah, we were bike riders. That's how we met oh, through a mutual friend okay. um, at the roller skate rink. We had been going all the time. 
And then I'd raced with a friend's cousin, and they were like, yo, you got to meet this guy that comes to the skate castle all the time every weekend. His name is Seth, and he rides too. <laughs> and so I finally met him at the roller rink one weekend, and then instantly. You guys went, just locked went, chain dude, wallets it was and just was <laughs> Instantly, we became best friends, and I was at his house every week. Hell yeah! And you and awesome. Seth are the same age. I remember uh, he's six that. months older. Yeah, six that's crazy because yep. you know, as the guy looking up to you guys, I always thought Seth was like a generation above you because he just blew up a little faster. He, he was a couple years above before yeah. me with all the BMX stuff. Definitely, because like he's always been my big brother. You know, yeah. what I'm saying with that kind of stuff, I looked up to him for all of that. You know, even yeah. still to this day with like personal things outside of bike riding. You know, so he's real dialed, huh? Hundred percent. Got it. Seems like he's always got his shit together and like he, he's moving got, in a good direction he's got a good head on his shoulders yeah. for like knowing what what to do with things you know for sure but uh yeah we grew up together and grew up with riding amateur contests and then in eighth grade my mom passed away and then that was where his his mom and i kind of like became more in, in, included in his family i still had my dad you know i was still yeah. going home but like his mom became almost my mom filled that void you know mm. in a sense and so like she was taking us to all the, the races and then once amateur contests cfbs and all that stuff started happening she was taking us to all those and stuff Damn. like that so we grew with the sport together so you guys you really know? grew together yeah wow and it, coming from Alabama, it wasn't for these contests. We would have never learned. We would have never had the opportunity to, to ride new things, you know, because we didn't have a lot growing up. And so we had one skate park that came up, High Wheels. And uh, that was our first actual sponsor, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we grew from that. We just, like, started learning and pushing each other and then started traveling for all these AM contests. And not knowing, you know, a lot of people think – like ask like how do you become a pro bmx rider like how'd you get to do this and i was like dude i didn't know like neither of us knew we yeah. were just like taking advantage of like opportunities to go ride with people and then we saw like, you know dudes riding these contests that were pro and it's like oh my gosh that's amazing like i remember riding in um virginia i think it was garrett burns taught me how to do a wall ride out of a quarter to wall into a bank you know and i was like riding ham and he was doing pro stuff and garrett burns taught me how to do that changed my life that's amazing knowing how to do wall rides out of a quarter to a bank i feel like that's always a good crazy recipe when like there's two just shredders from the same town and they don't realize how good each other is and they're keeping up with each other learning from each other and then they get out of their town and then it's like oh shit we're like yeah they don't realize that it's special we didn't do yeah we didn't know anything we were just riding those scenes always create the most talented dudes because they're just surrounded by talent you know it's i think being by yourself it's a lot more rare to for sure no i'm i'm very fortunate to had have had seth you know what i mean kind of be there with me and like we've definitely pushed each other so and you guys didn't like obviously you guys are both street riders but you guys didn't have any spots very very few spots, I guess. Oh, you guys are I mean, kind of ramp riders. When, 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 it bit. forced us like, to become more ramp riders, I guess, like small ramps, you yeah. know, when the skate park came around, you know. But, but like, we, we had, like, maybe four rail handrails in our, you know, both of our towns that were good enough to, like, grind that yeah. were, like, good, you know, yeah. that you could push yourself on. Um, but we didn't have a lot of street spots. So that's when traveling started taking off. It was, like, learning that you could see other spots traveling, too, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember going to a, um, a contest – North Carolina and me and BF, it was after we'd done a contest and it was like, I was so hyped on riding new stuff, me and BF and just went street riding and we'd rode this like bank to like electrical box for mm-hmm. like an hour, you know, like things like that. Like I started taking advantage of the, of my travels for these contests to ride street spots at that time. That might've like stoked him out even more. Cause so many people, you know, say, say you're from Barcelona and then you, you go to uh San Antonio or something. You're like, eh, the spots in my town are 
better than this, you know? <laughs> so like you just like bank to electrical box. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. When most yeah. people just pass it up, you're like, I'm going to get right. down on this thing. Right. I never seen something yeah. like this. Like, yeah. All, all of the new stuff like that was just like spot hype to me. It's like I was right down to ride anything. That's so, cool. Yeah. I thought I remembered something about how you guys only had like a couple of like, you know, the, the, a lack of spots kind of like, like it was a foundation for, you know, being so good at certain I, what it sounds like. Things, yeah. yeah. I mean, sessioning I, I, these same spots in the same really, yeah, all we with had, this other really you know? talented dude. Yeah. Like we, we had spots, but like we didn't even, I don't know. We didn't know what spots probably were yeah. at that time. You yeah. know, yeah. we were just riding stuff mm-hmm. that was in around our town, you know, but like now looking back at it, we had like a couple good classic spots, you know, and I look back and like, that's definitely what helped us grow you know, push each other with those spots, you know, okay. like the, the famous bank, the sub in, in Sestown, Hartzell, yeah. you know, where you did the fakie the, on, on the, the pole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That spot is still around and then like forever, like you can still go there today and probably learn something new, you know, yeah. it's crazy. If so. we posted that clip today, people would be like, fuck, that is so <laughs> Definitely should post it. Yeah. <laughs> so your area too is like kind of, I remember you had like a big Jesus sticker on your helmet when I first started seeing you riding. Oh, is yeah. it pretty, it's like the religious area of America. Yeah, definitely down south, the Bible Belt, you know. It's just what's um, normal. Yeah, growing up, and, and for me, like, going back, to, you know, you asked the question, like, how was it growing up? Is like, that was really what was presented to me at that age, and I didn't know any difference, you know, kind of thing. And so it was Seth's parents that got us into the, the more religious church group type thing and ultimately saved me. It saved me, it saved him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, didn't know what we were doing, you know, in our life, but that gave me something to look forward to, to guide me. Um, and then the church took me in as, like, part of – their crew and then eventually i was like so when they were sending out you know they it was i'm very grateful because they were taking offerings special offerings almost every couple weeks to help me get to a contest oh really dude it was You're like sponsored, oh, wow. I, sponsored they would by take up christianity yeah the church <laughs> was sponsoring <laughs> that's me, cool you know what i mean because like i think i just started to ride for standard probably when that kind of stuff happened mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have travel funds, and then it was like they were saying they would reimburse me, things like that. But I was like getting like I don't know, I think maybe five hundred bucks or something from Sam, which is amazing back then. Yeah. But I I was really in debt with a credit card because <laughs> I I'd like tried to go somewhere, and, and it's like I was young and didn't know, and I just started spending all this, and I couldn't make the payment. <laughs> just and started, yeah. yeah. And I didn't. I was making five hundred bucks. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't. I couldn't pay this credit card. And then they were trying. To, they were saying they're going to reimburse me for all the bike fees and all that stuff. And I was never getting reimbursed. And so the bills just started collecting. Fuck. At a young age, that's when I started yeah. filling credit card debt. You know. Wow. So eventually, I kind of had that taken care of and, and started moving on. But yeah. So the, wait, the church didn't end up paying. So the church that wasn't paying. Standard. Yeah, okay. It was standard. Right. The church was funding. The church yeah, yeah, yeah. was getting okay. me to the con. They were taking up special offerings. Oh, all right. And. Um, yeah, they were like two fifty, three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars yeah, sometimes. You know, and it's like I'm so grateful for that because I wouldn't maybe been able to go to these contests. You know what I mean? And have food, money, and flight, and all that stuff. Yeah. I was able to do that through that. You know, That's cool. I was like their ambassador. You know, kind of thing. So, so like there was a time period, obviously, where <laughs> you were repping. You know, like outwardly religious, mm-hmm. and then I think you know there was. I guess like you and Nathan were similar in that sense, and Seth too. I didn't. I, I, I wasn't originally I mean, it was Seth the reason why I got into it. Yeah, but, like, you guys all kind of got married real young and kind of did, like, the, you know, the the Christian. Seth got married young, too. Mm. Yeah. See, all three have got got married married really young and divorced. we did, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. All three of you guys from the same area. Yeah. That's kind of why I brought that up. It's just the Bible Belt type thing. It's like, and us not knowing. You're supposed to. Yeah, Yeah. you just, you you find the love of your life and you build a family, you know, type thing, and then that's it, you know, so. Do you think? 
the Christianity kind of it helped you so much in the beginning, and I'm sure you know the the, the things you learned from it were amazing. But then kind of like. <laughs> BMX gave you this other outlook, maybe, you know, because most people probably stay in that Bible belt, do that first love, get married, just do it like how you're supposed to do it by the book. And and that's just how it works. But maybe you were kind of like going in different places and seeing different people, not just like the Bible belt. Did that like kind of change your perspective on like, maybe I shouldn't just stick over, with this? Over time, yes, I, I would say it definitely had, like I started seeing things differently. Excuse me. Um, but it was honestly like once I had gotten married, excuse me. And then started traveling and then like seeing a, what, you know what I mean? Cause like go, when I was younger before all that going on road fools and all those things and seeing people go party, I didn't, none of that mattered. I, I had no care at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like, I wasn't condemning or nothing, but like literally just wanted to be on my bike. So uh-huh. me and Seth would just ride all night, you know, that wasn't an interest to us. And then it was after I think I got married and started traveling and things like that. And she was kind of, I'll get it a little personal, but she was exposed to the drinking side of things. And then I was like, well, if you really care about it and it's something that, you know, you want to do, then I should probably check it out, you know, because yeah. I didn't start drinking until I was 27. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I love you enough that I want to see what this is about. And so let's see where this goes. And then, yeah, I, I was like, I'm glad I did that because I can have a, um, I don't know, not, I could be more open minded. That's what allowed me to be more open minded yeah. and not be condemning all my peers and my friends. Because I do, I do look back and I realize like. I kind of boxed those people, you know what I mean? I didn't want to be a part of that scene, that group. And I, was, I realized that I was like, I'm not, I don't really, they're not my friends, you know what I mean? I'm, I, it's like taking away from my friendship with them, you know? So I was like, me and Chris Doyle would just sit back in a hotel and just be squares, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> but well, like, and it's not a bad thing. I it's, look back it's a, at it's it, an I'm, amazing like, I'm thing, so really. grateful for that. But it's like, because I went through all of that, I be, I'm like, I'm more open-minded. I can I can actually drink now and then control it and have a, a better understanding of that lifestyle, you know. So what age did you get married? 22. 22. So yeah. not super young. Not super young. No. Because I, was like 20, Nathan, I was 22 Nathan was... and she was 18. Oh, okay. So she was young. She was young. Yeah. So do you think the, the lifestyle, kind of the BMX Pro lifestyle, et cetera, is harder to maintain a, a marriage at a younger age because obviously like Seth had a similar thing uh, Nathan had a similar thing and even Will I, you know so like you yeah. guys I remember you guys kind of half joking like like yeah, Will Stroud di- too. divorce squad dude basically. I remember yeah, I was on a, like, the cinema market trip and it was it like was. you yeah. Nathan and Stroud all just broke up with your wives you were like club Corey lining this <laughs> up like we got yeah. a club we're going to you'd have like outfits I was like what the fuck happened to Corey yeah. Stroud started yeah. chain smoking cigarettes yeah. Nathan was going on dates I was like yeah. whoa like this crew's That's crazy when, like, all of a sudden Tinder was popping off yeah. all that stuff Will asking me for a Tinder profile every single day I like purposely shout out to Will I purposely like made sure we had a hotel way off the strip and these guys were still like ubering yeah. over to the strip i was like no like we're yeah. supposed to stay away from the strip on this yeah. trip you guys like we gotta get back over there we were, i remember us just going to the hotel and one of the, i don't even know some crazy like pool hotel and it was just living we yeah were living yeah. it was amazing yeah, so cool, i see I, I, you gotta I, have those moments well know? so yeah. but it seems like just yeah, going go to that lifestyle like, Try like it out did, your, did your did your <laughs> ex-wife struggle with you being gone and like not being in this because you guys are you know young christian living in the south you're supposed to be doing it a certain this is your path yes yeah i think she definitely went through it a lot more than i noticed Mm -hmm. you know for sure um it was to the point like that's probably what like kind of like 
led us to separating more is because she felt like she didn't have a life and she was just kind of doing what waiting for you to come home to yeah what my, my life was you know but yeah. which is you know she traveled with me a majority of the time yeah. she was she went to singapore all these different places you know what i mean england all the time we went to contests all the time together but it was my lifestyle not hers yeah. in a sense you know and at a young age i can see why that would affect somebody you know because like after a period of time, you're like, well, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, and then we weren't having kids. We weren't, you know what I mean? We weren't going that route. Yeah. And she was like getting more into the yoga stuff and the fitness things. And so that was her avenue. And, and then, yeah, I think we kind of just started growing apart after that. And that was really it. And then yeah. finally like some stuff happened and then I was like kind of forced to say, no, <laughs> it's yeah. like, we can't make this work. <laughs> yeah. No, it's understandable. So. What, uh, what sort of effect did that have on you? Like when that all you know, like, you're, all right, now I've been married for five years. I'm now 27. Almost eight years. I'm, I'm, I'm better. I'm better looking than ever. We'll be right back. Hey, sketch comedy fans. If you like unapologetically uncensored comedy, check out Instant Microwave Fuzz. Recorded every week, hot and fresh and straight out of the microwave. Unscripted jokes, uncensored guests, you're going to have a lot of outrageous improvised sketch comedy fun. You can find us on all the platforms under Instant Microwave Fuzz. Comedy made in an instant. Well, I was 27 when I started drinking. We were together. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. you guys were married for eight years. Yeah, I was like I was 16 like, or 17 30. at Simple Sessions. Like I was like first... 29 or something like that. Like, just turned 29 when we had separated. Yeah. I remember going to Simple Sessions and like, who's that? And they're like, that's Tina's his wife. I was like, damn, BMXers can get hot wives. This is fucking <laughs> sick. Even better than I thought. Like, I was just like my first big oh, contest. Yeah, and I seen her. And I was like, that's Tina's his girl. That's damn. He's <laughs> <awesome. laughs> doing it. She'd love that. That's <laughs> um... But no, it was like, I think it definitely had a, a big effect on that growing up at such a young age, traveling and not yeah. knowing what a marriage is supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody knows. Obviously, you create it as you go through life. But yeah, that definitely had a toll on our relationship for sure at yeah. a young age doing that. Any but, advice? Any advice? Uh, do your do what you want to do. Everyone's different. I mean, do what you want to do. I always think if I was married, no. if I if I was married at like twenty two, like the person yeah. I was when I was twenty two was not capable the of girl maintaining you a the girl you would have married at twenty two. Oh know? my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, see, I even started <laughs> oh like oh my dating late. You know what I mean? Because I was just traveling with BMX stuff, and I didn't care about relationships or yeah. females. And so, yeah. and after we split up, it was like. I was exposed to a whole another lifestyle, you know. So it was that's like, the hard thing about yeah. the whole Bible Belt thing. That like, she was my so first. Ma- there's so she many was like amazing my first things about everything. it. Everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I was a virgin until we yeah. met. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm that. saying. The whole religion so, like, thing. There's great aspects yeah. to it, but that that one's a little bit like fuck. Like, did you really have to sign that paper? Because when you guys realize you're probably over this, is like so much more than just a relationship. When you get married, when when we were like officially like divorced and all that stuff, it was like that's when I was like, this is where i'm supposed to be i felt like i could chase my my, yeah. my career a little better a little harder you know what i mean yeah. things like that um and then i just started focusing on travels and just really bike riding more that's yeah. really it instead of like a, a life at home you know so this whole thing you've gone through throughout 2020 you've already like kind of already done it this oh, is yeah. like a, another oh yeah. oh yeah oh yeah you're used to this there we go again i, <laughs> I just think it's i it's just not, think it's that not a good thing is no, club, no, no, is no, club no, cory no. coming back clubs are shut down this is down. not as close as club cory gets yeah right <laughs> drinking a uh 
banquet in the middle yeah, of the, the day. Banquet, so yeah. <laughs> Club Corey's still around it's a little chilling bit. Day. I remember going to Nora Cup and you and your buddy Tony. I think it was your old roommate or something. He was yeah. super cool. You guys were like dressed up. And I was like, Tina's is so we on were, one nowadays. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, we were ready for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anytime me and Tony get together, we have fun for sure. Yeah, he's cool. He's a, he's a rollerblader? Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. So, so shout out to Tony Woodland. I literally, I literally so I was on, I was just scrolling through Facebook today and his buddy Tony uh, popped up on an ad mm. on Facebook. Really? Like literally so like, just an interview with him. Like, And it's about him rollerblading like a fashion a fashion just thing. breaking like, down who yeah. Tony Woodland is. That's yeah. sick. Literally just like Tony Woodland. I was like, Screenshot, send it to Corey. So, so it's cool. Bladers are dope. I don't like really yeah. know Will how Blunt to see actually it told, new sent me something blading, yesterday. He's like, yo, just saw Tony. So yeah. like everybody's getting hit yeah. with the Tony oh, that's ad sick, right dude. now. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's cool. Now, it's been a long time coming for him. For yeah, sure. that's awesome. Um, so I, I always, am, I feel like I'm still, I'm trying to stay there I'm a sure little we bit. Can I'm around yeah, a little I'm, bit, I'm yeah. trying to stay there a little bit, but like, I feel like when I hung out with you in Long Beach and like, definitely party Corey, but like, was there Club did, Corey? Club Corey. <laughs> yeah, Club Corey, sorry. With 2K. <laughs> Club Corey. Uh, uh, like, you know, you're here, you're, you know, religious you know and, and i guess that's a good let's let's say that, are you still religious in any sense are you spiritual do you believe you know like i what's definitely a, believe what's, in a higher being but yeah. I, I think you know like my lifestyle has changed you yeah. know and it's like growing up i felt like i was in a box mm-hmm. specifically to live a christianity lifestyle and <clears throat> once i got exposed to life outside of that i found my balance and mm-hmm. who i am yeah. you know kind of thing and so i don't want to say I, I am this certain person because i feel like that again I, and i'm not bashing christianity no or no no religion or, or organized like religion is difficult yes it is a difficult thing because yes. even within that there's certain rules that you're supposed and, to follow and, and beliefs and it, it's just yeah and like i said i'm forever grateful for my yeah. upbringing with a church background all that stuff yeah but i also like realize i have to live my own life in yeah. the way that feels comfortable to me you know so okay so yeah. you're going so you were you were here you're on you know religious you know not having sex until i'm married and then you're and then you are now here but then you swung you you definitely swung a different direction for a yeah. little while so from one end is back to the other yeah exactly yeah. so what was there was there a point where you're like oh i'm going a little too you know like i'm partying a little bit too much or i'm like no or I felt- hanging out with too many too many uh of nice ladies <laughs> nice ladies. you know <laughs> no i mean nice lady honestly like when through the the midst of all that i was probably just living in its glory because it was like the first time I ever experienced yeah. all that that's what i mean like yeah but you're like... it was good but like i think now looking back at it it was like i've done that you yeah. know what i mean yeah. now now yeah. i want something different yeah you know kind of thing i don't really care for that anymore you know this type of stuff that lifestyle yeah but there was never a moment i mean there's definitely moments where i was like <laughs> I think I lived a couple. Wasn't even what is even happening right now. There was definitely there was definitely a time period, Dennis, where like where Dennis or Corey was like coming out of you know like coming out of the marriage, and he was definitely like you know club Corey, and (laughs) and uh, and I just remember just being like, did you see her boobs, Corey? You know, like and and he would actually like get flushed, you know, like because he you know like he was still like it was all fresh to me. Yeah, so it was like like a nineteen year old or like even younger, you know, like like did you see her? You saw her boobs, yeah, like you know. Yes. <laughs> like you know just like playing with him but he'd actually get like, totally a little, yeah. a little flushed and like yeah. a little embarrassed i think he's happening right now because yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just started over that's a <laughs> no. crazy thing like yeah, yeah. you, you, you did was, all the stuff that a lot of people do you know in high school and stuff but right. you're from this I, really I religious area with a lot of that stuff you know yeah. just in yeah. life in general so which might be even better because you have more of a wise soul I, to yeah. not yeah. like get the like blackout puking in your 
like, yeah. where you're sleeping shit. Yeah. I don't know if you did that, but I, I didn't ever seen you I get that I never far. Saw that. I never saw that. Some people might yeah. have seen it, but... <laughs> <laughs> so he did do that. So maybe it doesn't matter what age. I you're mean, still going to do all that yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like 27 years old. Like, I've had six beers. <laughs> <laughs> Too goddamn. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you know, that's part of the fucking story, you know, in a yeah. sense of you start here, you start Nothing there, wrong you, with you it. know, like you, you experience, you experience life to its fullest and you, you, you have to try things out to see like, 100%. Hey, this is what I like, yeah. you know? So that's, and at a young that makes age, you better that's what it. I didn't know. Yeah. You know, exactly. so I, I learned the best way possible, yeah. you know, living it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, is your dad still around? My dad? Yes. Yeah, my pops is still around. My mom is not. So, so is your, is your, is your dad like, uh, is he still super religious too? Is he kind of bummed that you're so not religious or does he give neither a shit of my anymore? parents were really like, Oh yeah, because it was Seth's it was family, Seth's family oh, that okay. got me into that. Well, Seth's so, family bummed. You're not religious anymore. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be honest, Seth's dad just passed. So oh, he texted shit. me this morning. So like, oh, fuck. yeah. Right, Today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Maybe. Oh, oh man. So, but shout out to Seth yeah, and the family. Yeah, yeah, I literally, I wanted to talk more, talk more about Seth. I, 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 but no, his family has definitely like always been supportive, and that was where that kind of gu- guided us to like that lifestyle, yeah. you know, for sure. But my parents, my mom, you know, like she was a wild, she was wild, she was a raging Cajun, you know. <laughs> and my my dad, my dad was just like just a boss of Mexican, you know yeah. what I mean? That just is your bad. Is your dad bummed that you don't speak Spanish? So I I'm bummed. Martinez. I'm bummed on my parents for not teaching us yeah, Spanish growing yeah. up because my dad is completely fluent. Yeah. But is Cajun? What's Cajun? Louisiana. So yeah. she's from uh, Louisiana. So they have it's Cajun like that lifestyle. place just where it's like, hard to understand them talk, right? Yeah, I've been down yeah, to Yeah, uh, just like seem, seem to have a little attitude and certain, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Just like What is know? Cajun? Though? Is it like a Sorry, go off topic. Is that like a French people? What isn't Cajun like? They they speak a whole whole different language. I don't know the the background of everything with the Cajun, but I just know it's like Louisiana lifestyle. I was wondering about that because like the accent gets so strong and there's different words. Obviously, it comes from that like the Cajun spice and things like Hmm, that. You know, it's like I think it's just a joke that people say. But I literally have some a story about that in like Louisiana or something. The AC broke and it was crazy hot. We stopped at a mechanic shop. Could not understand the person. No, yeah, it's like literally. I was like. Staring at him like <laughs> it's spoke another no language. For sure, that's idea. what I'm saying. It's weird. No I went there one time. I was like, "Are they speaking a different language?" Yeah. Like in the, in the cab, yeah. I was like, "This is crazy over yeah. here." Terry, Terry lives in. A They're actually really, too. really nice people, though. Oh, straight like up, like the nicest yeah. people I, I ever met. Almost. I don't know what they were saying, so they could have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we went way off there. <laughs> so, uh, dad's a Mexican. Your mom's Cajun. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, but yeah, like neither of them were very religious growing up at all. Okay. My, my my pops was like always supportive. Both were supportive. My mom was actually one of the first ones to take me to a BMX race. And so from the beginning, getting a bike, they've always been supportive to it. It was like my first bike. I was ten. Then my dad came home from work, and he I think he'd stopped at a, like a flea market or something, you know, and he just picked up a BMX bike. Literally, just said BMX on the down too. That's, <laughs> That's what it was. Like yeah. there was no yeah. no brand. It was just said BMX. Yeah. And that was what started it all. From that, I just started jumping the ditches and the curb cuts in the neighborhood um, and then met a couple other kids. And that's when I met the neighbors. They said, hey, you got to meet my friend Seth that comes to the roller skating rink. And then it just kind of spiraled just, from there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then Nora Cups. And then Nora Cups next <laughs> weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, what the fuck happened to Red Bull? <laughs> well, let's, uh, hold on. Let's, because, we, because, of, because of the intro, because of Gary's podcast. So oh. Gary, so Gary turned down a Red Bull offer because he doesn't like bubbles, essentially, 
and and the <laughs> rumor so the rumor is that you got the offer that's, you got the money that's, that's that, okay so they were picking so. a dude back then and it was you and gary were the young yeah superstars of bmx which is great i didn't even look at it like that at the time you know i, I, I don't nuts yeah. but um yeah i guess it was just something that had been on the radar with those guys and i didn't even realize it but it was a toss-up between me and gary yeah and gary got gary, made, gary made the decision real easy for him and, yeah, right. and for me it was funny enough because I hadn't drank carbonation since I was 16, <laughs> so you but I wasn't turning ball. down this opportunity, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. I didn't know that Gary had been hit up at that time so at good. all, but yeah. I, I stopped drinking carbonation when I was 16. Yeah. It was like, I didn't care about that, yeah. but yeah, so that's, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You saw what they were <laughs> doing though. You're like, this is a new check. This is an opportunity. Fuck it. Let's do it. Is when I've signed yeah, so was it like two, because I think his offer was two grand was the same for you. Was it two grand in the very beginning too? Or do you remember? Jeez, I don't know. It might've been about that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes, but yeah, somewhere around there. He's from money. the middle of the country. We'll cut a little bit off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, Something. Maybe, yeah. He's not He's not California yeah. based. Like, money doesn't matter as yeah. much. Yeah, we'll keep him over here. <laughs> but yeah, so you had a, I mean, my very beginning memories of you, like you you had the sickest Red Bull helmet. You were like the only, I was the dude, only one. You had with a the silver black helmet. helmet. I was like, yeah, this guy black is just. Silver Red Bull. Yeah. He's doing yeah. what he wants did with Red Bull. Like, how big time is he? For um, that, for not really fight it. It was just like an uh, an option, and then I was like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks so cool. I was like, yeah, I want a black helmet with silver, you know, Red Bull. Yeah. When you so, had that shit, Metro Jam days, you were just like, yeah. you still are, but that was like Corey Martinez. You were a god, those like in the, everybody's eyes in BMX. Those were the days for sure, dude. Yeah. So but, um, you had a good run with them. Did some cool yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, eleven so, years. Yeah, eleven nice. years. Eleven years with Red Bull. And, and then, then I remember me, you, Matthias, Christian were at Woodward. And we're like, that was it. Like very confused on what starting happened. Starting 2017 because I came out here the winter of 20. Yeah. Uh, it was January 2017 that I'd come out here. Yeah, that we was all like went to Woodward. Yep. And um, yeah, that was the first year not riding for Red Bull, and it was just kind of awkward. It's like didn't know what to do, and it's like I remember I had the helmet, and I spray painted it at Woodward. Yeah. And um, I didn't like. I didn't want to make a thing about it. I didn't want to make a post. I didn't like. I didn't want to make an announcement and all that stuff yeah. i just kind of let it fizzle out totally because you know, i didn't care you know what i mean i'm not yeah like i definitely cared like because i was bummed that it was like a transition for me and then i was like i definitely fought for that you yeah. know like it was almost two months went by going back and forth with this guy um and we played phone tag for a little while and i was i was trying to negotiate my next contract and was like seeing what the deal is trying to get it signed and all this stuff and then he was on a layover in an airport and called me and was like, hey, man, don't got much time. I'm on the layover in an airport. And it's like, just want to let you know that we don't have the, the funds and the budget to continue your contract next year. So we're going to have to let you go. And I was like, whoa. And this was like de- almost before Christmas. You yeah. know what I mean? <clears throat> and so I was like, uh, well, what, what's going on? Like, there's nothing we could do. I was like trying to take a smaller check even, whatever. Yeah. You know? I was like, no, we don't have the budget, this and that. And I was like, all right. So, and so, so then let's, re- let's not, rewind a little gonna... bit because because there's like there's segments. There's Red Bull US and then they – or like Red Bull North America. And then it used to be kind of like – they they divvied it up so there'd be like a southern a Red Bull South and a Red Bull North and a Red Bull Northeast regions, and yeah, regions had, and stuff regions, like that yeah. and then so you have you would have like originally you'd have like one point of contact that worked in Santa Monica or mm. something and now you have like this rep guy that comes in and it passes it passes hands because they're not it's like super high up they're athlete managers but they're regional athlete managers what yeah so what I I think happened was. I was working at the time. I've worked with several people, but then at the time I was working with Whitney Gonzalez. Yeah. You know, that was the last of like the part I was working with. 
amazing she she got it you know what i mean she had been she yeah, was, she was on, awesome she was going on bmx trips and she knew a lot of the bmx riders and stuff like that she understood my role in in the industry i guess you could mm-hmm. say um she left yeah and then it was her boss that jumped in who i don't think knew a whole lot about bmx or cared maybe and they were all based out of atlanta and so that's, I think, where kind of the ball got dropped. Where what, no one, no one knew like what to fight for or what to do. You know, what yeah. I mean, with some of it, I don't know. Like that's kind of what I tell myself. No, I know but, what happened. That's what pisses me off but because it's it's, like, they they looked at, you know, your old boss knew exactly what you did. You filmed video parts. You got Nora cups. You know, like that was your role. You progressed BMX as a street rider, and they looked at contest results and went what the hell this guy's not doesn't have any gold medals for us like right. what the hell is this you know and, and, and then ironically you started winning gold medals after that <laughs> that's what's funny two, they two made a contest later, i won you know i know i was like damn they stuff, fucked so. up yeah. which is funny to me i like kind of laugh it's just the wrong it. person like, got in office that's what i mean like someone who I, and to be honest if i was so like in got, california and i was showing my face in santa monica all the time i probably would still be riding yeah. for red bull because there's yeah. a lot of people that ride for red bull that don't do you have to it's all about staying in contact and relationship with people man it's who, it's who you know. Yes. It's. A, I mean, it's. A, that so is, I fell out it, of that. I think. You and know? I guess or so. the person who knew you and what you did left or that went is, somewhere else. Yeah, so yeah, you got yeah. fucked over royally because yeah. at the time we were like, you were kill- you still are killing it, but it was like there was no reason for it. we just. I remember me, you, and Matias were just like, and Christian just like. What, let's we got to figure this out. Why did Corey yeah. just get dropped from Rebel? What? I almost feel like you could have. I, I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, retrospect, but you could have like made a stink and like been like, "Hey, you know, just so you know, it's hard like, though they treat I'm, you good for because, eleven years." But I feel like that's the weird. Yeah. But not, like, I was not, happy not, for the eleven years. Not that. Not not made a stink online. I meant oh, stink okay. like with in somebody at, at in Santa gotcha. Monica gotcha. and like been like, "Hey, Mavro. Hey, whoever. Like, yeah. like, hey, I, I just got dropped. Like." I, I feel I, like I've been a part of this brand for so long, and like Red Bull doesn't really drop that many people. Like, they do you know, nowadays. You they do to, nowadays. But, but you kind of have to fuck. Up, you kind of have to fuck up. Uh, you know, like, or just kind of. There's only a few people that you have to fuck. Like, I mean, like fuck up. Yeah, messed up to be like dropped and kicked off or something like, like that. You know, you, Tyler didn't ride for a long time, and then he got dropped. So it or not. You know what I mean? Uh, like, but then there's been some people who have like like Anto's not on. Right now, they do drop yeah. people. But that's, like, but, that's like a, but that's an Italy thing. Like that's uh, France, I'm, probably fr- France. Yeah. But that's just like Corey. Like someone probably switched positions and looked at yeah. Anthony Perrin and like, yeah. where's his uh, gold medals and uh, where's his projects and if all. If you're this? not and, in the limelight type yeah. thing, you know what I mean. I but think he just won a Nora Cup, but they don't understand what Nora Cup. I don't fucking know what that is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't see that on the radar. What yeah. the, what's Nora Cup? You have to be yeah. someone that understands that's it. Not knowledge of what. I think that's what happened. Paul Paul Dolan got dropped and he kind of was on the come up. But you know, someone kind of, he's from Germany, I think, probably came in there and went, like, what's this dude doing? We don't get it. Like, yeah. So I think it's just the wrong person gets an office. and Yeah, I think it was just over. an unfortunate situation. And, and a like, huge company like that, like you're saying, it's so sectioned off into so many different regions and who your boss is yeah. at the time. Like, yeah. So what, before... Bullshit. Yeah, we could stamp that bullshit. Still stamp bullshit. <laughs> but Rebel re- does great things for BMX, but that one was, what was bullshit. What was the high point? Like, was there one trip that or one project or, or something with Red Bull? Red where Bull you were after like, parties when he got divorced. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> oh, they were fun to that you party. Got, <laughs> wow, you had a divorce party at a Red Bull event. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one way to go out. Yeah, they take care of them yeah. after parties. No, actually, funny story. It's like uh, for my 28th birthday. Yeah, <laughs> see, something like that. I knew it would be. Red Bull actually, the the, the rep in Nashville, the people I was working with at the time, because I just moved to Nashville, and uh, the club. 
that I was going to at the time. <laughs> was it Club Corey? Club Corey yeah. was in action, and Red Bull stepped in, and they actually gave like a $500 tab, you know, to be able to, me and my, my friends, to have a corner in the club and do all this stuff. Oh, that's cool. And, and they you. played yeah. they played the video, it was, uh, an edit, web edit that I dropped at the time uh, when I was in Chicago with BK and these guys, and they dropped that, and they played that on loop the whole time, all night. It was a Saturday night. That's pretty they funny. They played that yeah. on the big screen in yeah. the club, and we You're had like, a quarter. I felt like a, a rock star. I felt yeah, like a baller, sick. you know that's what I mean? Sick. It was cool. For my 28th birthday, and just started drinking, you know, I was like, dude, I was so far gone that night. Oh, <laughs> sure. That was terrible. I was dancing across the street on the wall and stuff. It was not, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so the best moment of Red Bull was an after party? Uh, probably. probably <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Um, I think I think when I did the uh, the ride and seek, uh, project, oh those were so that, sick. That was probably Damn, my favorite thing to do. Was that was that. that your project? It was yes, technically mine. I had no idea. Luke yeah. Seal too. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Seal, Luke, Luke and Paul were like like kind of helped push the thing and put it all into play. Yeah, they did all the business side of things, all that. You know, it's connected Red Bull, connected. But it was uh, your Vic, brain, your victory, idea. And, and I was the athlete. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I was like, I I knew I enjoyed motorcycles, camping, road yeah. trips, all that stuff. And so we all just kind of got our heads together. And Sorry, put it my into play. my brain wasn't working. I was thinking of the one in Vegas that was like the the. Well, you mean and streets. Sets, mean, that's mean streets. streets. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that I, that's a, why. That was amazing. That's, that was what, a that's, cool what, that's why I was saying that was your project, like no, no, Mean no, no, Streets. No, no, yeah, no. so that's why I was. No, no, right, you know, ride and seek. I was on Ride and Seek. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah you, you sorry, shot just, all the photos. Yeah, blanked out. Right <laughs> that was there. so fun to watch. That uh, the, the whole series. I was really hyped on that whole project because it was a ten episode YouTube series. Yeah, no, it was super Broken down and put together really well. Yeah, there's only one one segment in there that I've looked back on. I'm embarrassed about. It's just like when when me and Garrett had to like try and pretend like. In an alleyway, pretend I had to invite Garrett to come on this oh, trip, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, just yeah. so awkward. You could yeah. tell neither of us really like were hey. into trying to like yeah. make this feel real. You know? about that? Do you yeah. like camping? Uh, I did when I was a kid. I haven't been forever. I'm down. All right. You know it's not you like, guys. It was not us. We no. were yeah. forcing it so bad. So it's like that's the only embarrassing moment of the whole uh, like series. <laughs> that was like before Garrett was even on Red Bull. I think. No, I can't. Was, was he on, on there? 100 percent. Yeah. yeah, he's been on for a while now. Yeah. No, he wasn't on. In ride and seek. Was he? Yeah, absolutely. No. Oh, okay. What year was it? You were. Two, I was not there. <laughs> hold on. Mentally, apparently. Maybe 2010, 2011. When did he get on? Don't know. I don't even know why I asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking uh, when I asked, I was like, I'm not going to know yeah. that this isn't going to change. 2010, anything. 2011. But okay. Yeah. yeah right. I feel like Garrett was definitely. Damn, that was that long ago. Yeah. That project. Wow. Maybe, yeah. It's going on 11, 10, 11. Because that was my first major injury. I I, oh, yeah. I I was in yeah. I was in San oh, Diego God. actually. I shot that one too. Yeah, I'm gonna go pee that right. one sucked. I was like um, doing doing all the stuff to lead up to yeah. this project. Feeble whip, right? Yeah, feeble uh, whip in San Diego. Fuck. It was like right before Christmas, and I tore my labrum, and then I went back home, and then like that the whole project got put on hold. Yeah, and then back like four or five months later, I was like I was kind of like just starting to ride again. Yeah, and uh, yeah, made the project happen. I forgot about that. Yeah, Mean Streets. I I just remember, I Mean Streets is such a shit show. This shit was so funny, dude. I love it, dude. I wish I I wish they would have like been able to keep that one going because yeah. it was a, it was hilarious. Like the characters that and year everything. Too, like, yeah, yeah with, the Vegas with, with one. Vinny was, and Edwin. Oh my god, gosh, it was too much. Where they lost? Where they lost? Gold. Or whatever they tried to <laughs> try to split all the money. It's like yo yo yo, can we just take all the prize money and just everybody? Yeah, yeah. It was they voted wrong and then yeah. So that was great. I love those guys. Uh, <clears throat> I don't even know who was making it in there, but that 
the whatever all the money that Vinny won that night. Like I, we were supposed to like go out or do something, and then I I just I fucking flaked or something, and he went into the tables and lost it all. Oh, no. <laughs> and he like still blames me to the, like every time I saw him for like five See, or six years that's later. Why I'm glad I wasn't in yeah. that scene back yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. I was a, that was one of my lows. I, I well, yeah, definitely not making it now. But now I got so hammered. Oh, the next God. day I was. I was, they were like banging on the door for me to get out of the hotel. And I was like, no, I am not leaving. <laughs> they had a few moments. You can ask uh, Lee Ramsdale about one and um, the Mongoose Jam at Woodward, actually. Really? Yeah. Just good times, yeah. just continued on for too long. Yeah, that was uh, when I was first introduced to uh, double, double whiskeys. Uh, oh, yeah. So, that'll do it. And then Lee Ramsdale was like, um, celiac so we just drank jameson a, a lot that night. oh yeah, and then, yeah <laughs> at the a next... mongoose jam at woodward yeah yeah, yeah. how did you know because i oh. you're talking about partying and that's where you party amazing no, i'm just kidding that's not where you party that's why it's weird <laughs> yeah no, that was it yeah oh was, uh, was that that like hotel party oh, back gosh. in state college yeah <laughs> you turned well i don't know about that party but that, at the hotel where it was one of those it yeah. turned into something bad for me what, what, what happened? Talking up, about the drunkest you've ever been or something? Yeah, I ended up just wrecking the hotel room, not knowing it. Like, <laughs> Seth Seth was there. And so, obviously, anytime me and Seth are together in those situations, so it, yeah. we kind of tend to get out of control and yeah. not, not know and <laughs> just keep, keep it going. But I was probably so far gone. He pushed me back from one hotel. I think we just went into a hotel. Oh, that's it. We were walking back. He went and, to the wrong hotel. No, there was, a, there was people <laughs> partying in a hot tub in their mm. hotel. And then so we jumped the fence and hung out with them. And then we went through the lobby. He took their roller thing, the rack, mm-hmm. and then he pushed me back to the hotel on that one, into the <laughs> hotel, into my room. And then as I went in, I guess I was like started grabbing Just, stuff. Yeah. And then I don't know. Did you ever pay I for felt it? bad. I ended up like. You paid for it, I'm sure. I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know. Lee Ramsdale, what happened? <laughs> 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 no, it, it was a good time, though. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, the Sherbo Wiz road trip phase oh, that, that beca- because I feel like the you know those dudes obviously I, I don't know if, Sher- if Sherbo really <laughs> drank or whatever, but like like you guys were the kids and they were the seasoned pros on the road trip, and it, it just had to be it had to be fairly entertaining you know, hundred always entertaining with yeah. those guys because i was still you know what i mean not well, i was sober Corey, yeah. not club Corey. you know what i mean going all these trips and and they had never hung out with anyone like me before that was like that square or yeah. whatever you know what i mean it's just like always just all only wanted to ride bikes and stuff like that so they were mesmerized by me doing all that i am just grateful to be around people that i wanted to travel because i'd never traveled like that before so like we would do multiple trips all the time like across country so who was on the trip like so oh that one like trip? well general because i know sherbo was like a staple but yeah. like what, who else Wh- would rotate in and out sherbo and Wiz were the main dudes that okay. i like i traveled and did a lot of stuff with um but there was always times where van was on board stricker was on board so it was like all of us most of the time together we did a one trip together it was me Wiz, sherbo and stricker across country and then i think z was actually because they shot my interview oh yeah, during yeah. that trip because yeah. he shot stricker too and um that was probably one of the funnest trips and like being around those type of dudes for that period of time was amazing and i remember me and me and sherbo was like 
around each other so much that we ended up like just fighting each other in the back seat. Wiz is like, <laughs> like hitting, hitting us in the back seat. You know I mean? Stop, stop it, calm down, you know. Thing. And we're just wrestling and just yeah, cutting up. But yeah. What about on That's the riding sick. side? Like, like kind of seeing the progression, like seeing Wiz in person uh-huh. had to be, you know, like Sherbo. Sherbo was well, Sherbo was style and and trick choice and spot choice and and Wiz was progression and and Stricker was all speed. All of those guys, dude, yeah. like opened up a whole new thing for me. Like I'd never seen that. Type type of riding until I got around them. So like, or riding spots in a particular manner, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know like tight transition stuff. Like those dudes were king of that stuff, riding yeah. pools. So I was exposed to pools and all that. And that's what just led me to riding that kind of stuff. And like in my, my mind, it was started like, I wanted to know how to ride it better and like do add tricks to these spots and stuff like that. And so if it wasn't for them exposing me to that type of street riding and, and it isn't them, they had cameras all the time. Mm-hmm. And then that was like the lifestyle of like, you just ride and film every each other, you know, and film everything you do. Was this like the animal squad? Yeah. Back then, well, like, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. yeah square one, one square what, one animal era for me. It was me. kind of all together. Yeah. That there's a lot that just blends together yeah. through those like four or five years. I was traveling so much and filming everything. I remember I was filming three video parts at one time. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so if it wasn't for them exposing me to that type of riding and being around cameras, I wouldn't know that that's a thing, you know, like they, they documented everything I did. And so I'm forever grateful. That's why I have so many video parts in the early ages because yeah. they knew that I didn't know. And it's like, I was just having fun and they wanted to document it. So that was it. Really. I remember, I remember stories about like, uh, mm-hmm. what's that? The, the kink rail, uh, Boston, the, the mellow kink that you like iced and you went up and stuff like that. Yeah, the Boston, yeah, Boston. Boston kinker. Yeah, uh, mm. the that Sherbo was just like just taking <laughs> you there and like just to see the show. You know, like it was like you didn't know what you didn't even know what you were yeah. doing, and that he knew more than you. He like, he probably understood what was possible, and yeah. I didn't until yeah. I got there, and I was just like, I don't know. I want to ride it. <laughs> yeah, you did like remember, eight things. I remember reading in magazines, like maybe your interview or something. It was like you bring Corey Martinez to a spot. There ain't gonna be many tricks left to do. He'll yeah, exactly. do them all like yeah. easily and just like, all right, where's the next spot? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. just, I just enjoyed what, riding my bike. That's was cool. It? You enjoyed it, but yeah. you were innovating it at the same time. Yeah. Was there any? I liked learning, and and that's what's what we talked about. It's like I love progressing. Yeah. And then back then, that's what fueled me, and this still fuels me. It's just like I can go ride a spot by myself. And then look at a, a stair set and figure out well, now that I have brakes or something, you know, like what can I do differently? Like, you know what I mean? Things have you like ever that. done like an up rail to Bubuka back? No, I've been thinking no, about no. it though lately. Uh, was there was there anything on those trips where like you felt out of place or was it always like was it cool? You know, like I feel like like Stricker hammered had to be pretty rough sometimes, <laughs> right? Like I guess that's where I'm going it was, with it. No, entertaining. There was times where like I I would just not talk or like yeah. just separate myself or whatever, you know. But like I was never never like felt like they made me uncomfortable yeah. you know what i mean i was like i was always welcomed and accepted no matter what you know like they knew i was different but like they never made me feel different you that's know? good yeah, yeah that's a, yeah. was there they a, would make fun of me definitely of course 100%, yeah i mean but it was yeah. like that they were just like shaping me for the yeah. world yeah. you know what i mean that was really <laughs> that's it, such a good that's a good way exactly. to put it yeah i didn't know what was happening yeah. but they were shaping me for yeah. that yeah yeah if uh, if Sherbo doesn't make fun of you, you're doing something wrong. 100%. Like, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, great to have that. It's like how Biz and Jason Inns were for me. You know, at the yeah. time, I was like, this is these guys are yeah. assholes. Oh, those dudes, you know? exactly. like, yeah, 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 exactly. so good because it never got worse than those guys. Yeah, it makes yeah, it makes it makes you sharper. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's like the you know. Older I, I mean, I always joke about like how like quick 
I am is like, yeah, was, I literally credit how shitty my last name is because like I would, people would be like, oh, Fudger and like, and I would just make fun of them back uh. and then that would be like, <laughs> defense how, mechanism. yeah, exactly. Like, be quick with yeah. the response. So, um, was there, did anybody ever during your sober phase, was there always like the, let me have a beer, Corey? No. No? No. Then no, no, I didn't even thing. do it? No. Really? All right. I'd say like at some of the Nor Cups back oh, then, yeah. like yeah. people would like try and get me to drink and stuff like that. But I was uh, like, at that point I was just drinking cranberry and ice. Like that's it. Yeah. So I was like, I remember the, I was like the incognito. Acting, acting like I was drinking, you yeah. know, but I was just drinking cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, as a kid, it's like, you know, seeing you in the van with those dudes and everything, I just never even, you know, would relate because you knew you're in a different generation. But to me, yeah. I'm like, hey, you're just homies. Like, you probably were partying with those guys and everything. Yeah, I just no, I, I definitely was doing my own thing. But never would have thought to be of fair, you like, being like, different. like during the beginning of all that, hanging out with Bob and Wiz, they didn't, they were straight suit. They were mm. like straight edge. They didn't do anything for a oh, while. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, there was no issue with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when they kind of jumped off of that, but it was that. So I know Wiz. No, maybe it was Bob and then Wiz, but like, we we had kind of stopped. I didn't even out, realize that. I thought they were out. drinking. That wasn't yeah. that wasn't our like our thing anymore. We weren't traveling and like, I kind of like moved on to different thing. Gotten traveled like sponsors and stuff like that, and so I wasn't doing the road trip stuff anymore. And started yeah. flying and doing the contest. And I think you got some, fancy. And so yeah, big time. Huh? <laughs> started traveling and all that, and they started doing their own thing. And I don't know what happened, but then we weren't doing all that to, anymore, you know? And yeah. it's like, they kind of started drinking. I remember being like, yo, Wiz is drinking now, uh-huh. you know, things like that. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Um, same thing with Bob and that, you know, but yeah, I was never forced to do anything like that. Cause I think we were both on that same program yeah. or all of us, yeah. you know, for, the no, little, a, for a little while. When I've, I think of like a mid school dream team driving around like Michigan <laughs> and like to all these like spots that nobody ever touches, you that know, was, like that the, was the goal like, is yeah. like just travel and ride stuff that no one's ever ridden or find stuff yeah. that no one could ride. You well, know? that's the thing. Even Wiz, on, Wiz had an Atlas dude, like a big, that's so big sick. Atlas yeah. with like flipped every state. And there would just be marks with all this stuff so like, sick. Like marked in there. And so that's so we, sick. So if it was on our route to get somewhere, we would stop and pull over and check it out. You know, yeah. that's like what's that. up. That's why yeah. I feel like COVID's helped a lot too, because everyone thinks you need to go to Lyon, France, and then over to Germany. Yeah, yeah there was like that phase. Australia, and, that, and that's rad. That's so rad. But like, man, just getting in a van it's, and just going and finding spots like there's fucking. It's stuff part of what everywhere. saved me this yeah. year, honestly. Like going into it, it's just like getting back to that point. Yeah, of like traveling in my rig and just riding everything. BMX is so simple. My friends you just go a city. The way. You, know? you go to LA yeah. and it's like, well, everything's new up here. And yeah. it's, it's an hour and a half away. It was know? like me and Christian just did that trip up north, you know, for a month straight. I ended like, up getting my banger for my part up there, you know, yeah. things like that. So it's like I would have never got that if I didn't go up there, yeah. you know. So it's like just doing road trips is like, I don't know, it's one of the most therapeutic things you can the do. Un- so good. The, unexpe- so good. the unexpected thing, yes. you know, because you could you could have the your banger. Your banger could be sitting, you know, three miles from your house for yeah. two years and you're like, you don't wake up and go, all right, today's the day. But when you bump into it out of nowhere and you're not going to come back, you yeah. need to get yeah. it done. So, so well, that's like, it's funny because actually we saw it and then I was like, yeah, I, I can't get it. It's like, I'm not in the right headspace right now to try it. So, like, we went up north to Oregon, rode mountain bikes, and then came back, and then I got it done. That's you sick. Know, it took me, like, yeah. a little while. I got no, beat up, good. but, like, I that's got good. it done. Yeah. You know? But I, I knew, it, like, I needed to think on it and, like, kind of figure it out. Like, I'm I'm that way to where, like, I have to dwell on it and, like, see myself doing it before I can, like, just do it, you know. 
So I did that and it came back and it was well. So. You're a very calculated bike rider, so that's yeah. that's definitely <laughs> try to be. Well, you yeah. are, yeah, you yeah. are 100 percent more so than most people, I would think. You mm-hmm. know, I don't think you go into anything thinking that you're not going to do it. The, so. huck, the huck and hope days don't, yeah, yeah. aren't there these days. Yeah. I feel like you kind of never, never were like that since I met you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if Corey's yeah. gonna calls us out and he's ready to do it, he ain't gonna yeah. fall. Yeah. Yeah. Any like. It, don't you have it just a, takes me a lot of tries sometimes to get things. That's about it. Whatever. <laughs> right, no, one, no one has to see that <laughs> no. in the video part, and they get to watch you land it, and that's the awesome thing. Yeah. Haven't you like only missed a backward grind a couple times, and you've done like thousands of them? Yeah, I th- that's brought up, been brought up a couple of times. Yeah, I think I've only that's ever missed amazing. like one or two bad, like had had bad ones. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. There's like jibbing around, you mess up, but like, like on a real rail for something. Yeah. yeah. One was at a contest at uh in at Woodward in Atlanta, and I missed my backpack really bad on the Woodward was, in Atlanta. It was a Woodward uh, uh, skate park oh, yeah. in Atlanta. Oh, okay. And I just going to do a backwards grind down a ledge, dude. It was like dumbest thing ever. Smallest just swung ledge. it over. And no, missed. I didn't get on there high enough. Mm. It just like dropped and hit my hip so hard. And like I remember, just that took me out. You know, yeah. it's like, but no, that and then once on a rail. You know. Damn. Yeah, you're <laughs> calculated. That, was, that that quote comes from I think Ride and Seek because we were at that school and you were back and it was the first backwards rail that you had done since yes. your shoulder injury yep. and you were and you mentioned that and it, which sounds like a curse almost yeah. you know like Say or it. maybe maybe you said it af- like, maybe you said it afterwards now that I'm thinking it but but it was I just remember just being like you never missed but That's I, crazy but I like, knew that like I needed to tell myself that probably just to get myself yeah. to do yeah. that rail because yeah. that was my first like big rail coming back you yeah. know like into the scene after the injury so I was like I know I could do this you know because I was like, mentally telling myself That's cool. you know? yeah um since you brought up the video part. So I watched Feeble, the Feeble talk we did, oh, right. and that was in July 2018, and in that, the quote was, uh, I'm 80% done. So July 2018. <laughs> so this seems to be a theme with the Christian video parts, obviously, demo and, and stuff like that. But uh, so I guess I'm 90% done now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think the most important thing, and I think it got, did it get alluded in another podcast? That, like that the that this Christian part was supposed to be your retirement mm. part. Oh yeah, we did but, talk about that a little bit. But I'm almost, I, and we have on Christian's podcast, kind of he mentioned Oh yeah, it. Christian's podcast. Yeah, Christian in, and Nathan, yeah. yeah. He didn't so, want to say though. He didn't say retirement. He just meant like it's going to be his last like uh, video you kinda, part. You kind of pressed him, and then he did say it. Yeah, it okay. was like it was like, hey, this is, well, not like retirement. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, so not retirement, but like you're, this is going to be the last video part that you're going to go in for. So yeah. I'm hoping that you're going to say, I'm not exactly calling that anymore. And that was a different I'm direction not, in his life too, when you were kind of going towards the woodworking and the staying home. Yeah. Morning. So yeah, that's probably that when now? I was thinking that at the time it because was like it, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to just get this done with. You please know, don't yeah. stop. Just that. don't yeah. ever stop. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I'm hoping. No, yeah. really, Unless you hate it, but no, keep it's doing just it. Like, it I, I would think, and it, it's kind of led me to being in that position of like mindset of like I'm I'm done filming at that level, you know, without the income you know what i mean i don't have i haven't yeah. had health insurance in three years yeah you, you haven't know? no and so it's like i can't afford that i can't afford the risk you know yeah. what i mean of getting injured and owing twenty thousand dollars or more you know in, in an injury from a bike wreck and so it's like i just want to focus on getting this done and then like moving forward with other video projects but as far as like sending myself and like really really putting all my all into a video part like i don't and then i think i'll I'll still push myself, but not as like a project like this, you know, unless yeah. I have an option. If someone's paying me and I have health insurance and stuff like that, and I can really feel like it's worth it, then I'll do it, you know? Yeah. But it's like, 
at this point, I feel like I'm just going to do fun video projects. People so like, want to see that. So it's like I want to do like yeah. I, I got a cinema project that I want to do, and I have ideas for stuff that people have never done, and so I want to do that. I don't want to huck myself down a thirty stair rail, you know, or do this or that. You know what I mean? Like I can do new stuff and progress in a different way than a street. Yeah, it doesn't video need part. yeah the, yeah. the three year project. That's it. That's thing. what I mean. Yeah. The two to three yeah. year video project. Just stuff. filming but you like, having like spending, fun at an older age, you know, for a professional BMX rider is really cool taking and really two to motivating. Three months to film a project, I'm completely fine with. Yeah. But, but when it comes to like two or three years to like film a project, that just means something different. Yeah, you know, like people. You've you done that more, so many you, times. Too. I've been doing it a long and it's time. So you know? know how many people you're going to motivate if you just keep filming fun stuff that's, that you really and like. I just want to be on my bike at this point. I just want to ride all the time. You know, so like I'm tired of being injured or having the the risk of being injured and not riding or the stress you, you of like know? i'm gonna backwards grind this 30 stair rail on a wall like i'm gonna do that maybe you fucking you've done some of the biggest shit ever right. do you want to keep but doing that none of that stuff would like go away i'm always gonna have that itch for the right setup yeah. and the right time so that's what i mean i'm like i'm not done probably doing like that type of stuff but as far as like a collective like a video part type okay thing, that makes sense yeah okay so this is my last like like it's not all doom and gloom yes, it's, yeah yes, all right yes, that's yes, it yeah. it's this not it there's not a, it's there's no direct answer it's not black and white no. it's yeah okay so that if makes you sense. get the itch and you do do something fucked up then say what are you gonna do with the clip sparking up something exactly. and like start, start working on another yeah. project exactly. <laughs> who knows <laughs> who knows yeah that's the way it goes that is, that is the way it goes you're yeah. like i'm not gonna do one for a while you get that but clip, for me like, this is like i'm motivated just to get this done and like have that off my back and then like start on other things you know go into what feels right next yes yeah cool yeah i'm not feeling pressured like i have to like throw hammers all the time you yeah know, kind of thing and then right now i'm in a good place i i feel good on my bike i'm doing new stuff with the brakes and things like that and so i'm sparking new creativity with that and like i don't feel like i have to send myself all the time i can send myself in a technical way i guess you know on the with the brakes yeah what is the reality of getting health insurance for you like uh, like uh, as somebody you know i'm lucky enough to get it through my wife mm. these days so what you know, it's just, having, like, do you say, well, I mean, it, like, like I just, being, being a professional athlete, essentially, and that risk, I assume it's harder or no? I don't know. I mean, I don't I, think so. It just depends on your income. Yeah. Basically, at yeah. this point in American health insurance. Yeah. From what yeah, I, know, I haven't talked like, to any insurance agents in yeah. so long. I don't know what requirements that you need to apply for certain things i'm 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 assuming like depending on your your income you can apply for certain level of insurance and totally they won't even, they won't even know you're and if you have lower income you, know? you can get really good insurance yeah. for cheap yeah there's kind like, of like some there's low gotta be income, something you know like yeah. whatever I that like, is in there bracket. maybe that's something like i don't know i feel like I, i'm sending myself any well when we go to edit this I'm, I'm like there's got to be some sort of easy process for bike riders to get insurance like i feel like it's such an important thing that it, it shouldn't be One it the, shouldn't be thousands of dollars right. it, it should be it should be a manageable number you know that like if maybe it's something that i could like if as long if you're not low so, income you know and they know you're not like working for this whatever company you're just an athlete it's yeah. fucking expensive yeah because i know i know gary knows a lot about this maybe that's mm-hmm. something we should have asked him or maybe i'll, I'll mm-hmm. bring it up but like you know you know just, like no, gary with his family well gary i mean gary's insurance yeah I, I know how much he pays it's insane yeah but oh, like but family too yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so that's that's the thing but like for a single you know a dude that's 22 that that you know is is playing the fucking game and then they're not they don't have insurance but they but it's out there for two hundred dollars a month or three hundred dollars a month or something like that if it exists 
I think that's important that people should know. Right. But, it, yeah. So I'll try and I'll try and I'll try and stick to my word of saying this and, and look it up. And, yeah, look it up. Well, I was but, gonna say is one of the coolest. A lot of different options. Yeah, that's my old. This is my old. This is my old guy dad coming out right here. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of people listening. Health insurance. Like, you know, I, should, like, I could look into it. Maybe yeah. find like you, you might think it's gonna be five hundred bucks, but if you look into it, you might be if you're a single person on low income, then get that shit for pretty cheap. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, I was gonna. I'll say this again. Because low income ain't low income anymore. You know. Third time. So one of the coolest things for me, like with the BMX like industry, when I rode for Levi's, they covered, they reimbursed wow. us with health insurance. That's yeah. amazing. And so cool. I think it's important if you're going to ride for brands like that, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like actually try and get that backing, you know, because it's important. If you're risking yourself to film these crazy video parts, yeah. you know what I mean? Have and you got a big sponsor like, like that? Yeah. And so I feel like... If you have opportunities to ride for people like that, definitely see if you can get that backing. From that was, that, that was a thing. Even I mean, if it is good. just a reimbursement, just invoice them yeah. for your insurance. I know, like, know. Odyssey, I, I'm pretty sure Odyssey and like Fit and stuff, like they did have some sort of program for a while. I don't know if they do anymore, mm. where they were they were subsidizing their riders. That's for very cool. Yeah, so, if you can because I mean it's such a it's such an important thing. Like, fuck, you know, yeah. like I mean, even I've heard Garrett talk about yeah. that, and he has a you know an a, a up and coming brand fiend. Yeah. And I've even heard him say that's like a goal of his. So that's so cool. He's, so he's such a G. He's already thinking in that direction with a smaller brand. So it's like, why can't bigger brands do it? Yeah. I might just be talking to my ass because I don't fucking know no. anything no, about no. business. Now, there's so many times I've been in like at a top of a stair set and then like, no, no, right. yeah. don't have insur- yeah. health insurance. Dude, dude if I didn't have this, health insurance, I think you know? I'd just like sit inside. Like, so oh, like, fuck. Like any, the littlest mistake, you know? Like, yeah, $1,000 like, for yeah. some stitches. And even so now on I the definitely on the low just, level. I just like choose my battles wisely, yeah. you know, and yeah. just that's it. Yeah. It's crazy though, because like, you know, the times I get hurt ain't doing the big shit. Exactly. Usually, it's always like, it's like you guys talk about calculating. Like, it's like I try and do that, you know, like big, big is yeah, yeah. yeah. I know his big is yeah. <laughs> no, no, what I mean, his little like, is like yeah. It's all, when, I, when you're big. filming and you get the adrenaline, like that's when you're ready to like bounce off your bike or jump. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you're like, no, like yeah. having fun, even if you're riding fast or riding sure. a bigger spot. It's like I'm just doing this, and then all of a sudden you're like, whack! Like what the fuck just happened? Because it's just like something. Those yeah. are the times I've got wrecked. It's been like when you don't see it coming. That's why, yeah, dude, yeah. not having health insurance, I don't even. I, it'd be so hard to even ride for me. So that is pretty crazy. Yeah. You, Seth Kimbrough, came from the same area, and then Nathan Williams, who right now is just the god of he's the just best moving the best BMX the best, street riding yeah. forward in the coolest direction. So happy and so proud of that dude, man. Like just being on his bike and doing what he does and still doing it. Yeah, straight up. So you basically did you find him in Nashville, and or you guys just happened yeah. to bump into each other? Like how did this whole man. roller skating rink? Is it another yeah. roller skating? Imagine. Not meetup? quite as Imagine. cool as a roller skating rink situation, but it's still cool. <laughs> Um, no, so I was, um, at the time living in Alabama, going back and forth to Nashville to ride bikes. And I'd started hanging out with this guy, Robert and doing stuff that I'd, we'd met each other a while, but I started doing things together and he'd called me an opportunity to do a school show. Mm-hmm. And then I came up and then did a school show with him. And then Nathan Williams was on the trip as well mm. and a skateboard and stuff. And so we started doing these, I think it was like, we went to Memphis and maybe a couple other places. And that's the first time I'd met him. And I just like hung out with him, rode, we rode together and saw that like he was doing 180 tucks and stuff and just saw his passion for bike riding in general and his style, how he loved, I could see it that he was into it. He mimicked Aiken and all these dudes, like he had it, you know what I'm saying? Like when you know someone's got it, you know, he kind of thing is like, Mm -hmm. they're into it and he's got something. And I was just like super into him. He was a rad kid, super shy, humble, you know what I mean? Kind of reminded me of myself in a sense, you know, growing up. And so I was like, "I, I dig this kid. Um, 
ended up going to Nashville, riding more with him and doing all that stuff and watched him ride a, a, a contest that was at the skate park there. And I was like, this kid is really good. And he's like doing tricks that I do and stuff. And I was like, I like this. Um, talked to Ian and then I was like, yo, there's this kid in Nashville that like, I'm really hyped on. It's like, can we do something with him? It's like float him some frames and it started off from that and then started riding for full on the United and then no, yeah. no it's the Nathan Williams everyone knows now. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Kind of surreal, but yeah. No, um grateful to just like go on many trips with that dude and like we rode together and pushed each other. Same same as Seth and I did, but like in a different level and different time, you know. Yeah. So Yeah, you had Seth in the beginning and then when you mm. kind of started going on your more solo, not solo, once, but once you went a different route, you had Nathan over here. Right. So it's kind of like you had this, this was, version and then this Exactly. Dude, like, it was like a second wave for me yeah. to, you know, to be almost to keep progressing and pushing myself. I had somebody else that was younger to ride with. And Crazy. Like that was you, were, you had this guy who was like the best over here, and then you moved to this guy who's the best over here, and you've always just like your, uh, your influences around you have been fucking yeah. insanely talented just like you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, it's cool, man. Uh, Nathan's one of the best and definitely great to have met him that's and cool lead him into the path that he is now like so it's sick to see him definitely unfold into the nathan williams that we know for sure yeah. you kind of got him on like levi's flow even in that yeah heyday, yeah with started... him, him and dak and that yep. was a really cool program man like i was yeah it was i, I was excited to be able to be a part of that just because like that was a new wave a new movement at the time you know with having a brand like that hop into bmx so opportunity to pick up two flow riders for that program was amazing and good I, choices and i knew that so like all the I'd, I'd been watching to... watching dak you know and i was already friends with nathan so nathan was first pick and then i was like all right cool who's another guy and i've just been watching dak over the years and so i picked up dak and nathan such a cool. sick program there was like four pros and you guys all got to pick two flow riders amazing that's the best so that's how it should Shout be out to kathy mcgrath yeah that. that was that was a good one i yeah. wish i mean they could still do it, but they dropped the BMX program and started a skate program. Well, but like the skate program like, was like five years later too. Yeah, they have a BMX a program cool. again. Just yeah, yeah. they got like uh, like Daniel Sandoval and Ben Wallace. Christian shot some big commercial. It's like Olympic orientated, um, so they got dudes on. Um, gotcha. I think okay. Matias too. Matias does do some. Oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matias has a real legit contract from Levi's. And so yeah. those other Matias guys is different. He's on his own. Like, crazy yeah. flatland program like he's yeah he's got a I'm lot sure, of wild stuff i'm sure happening. it's different than these guys yeah. but they definitely they have contracts in bmx it's just Sandoval's like, been getting some weird stuff is he like is he the dude for the u.s who? for the u.s i think he's like one of the guys for who sure who would be the dude well justin dowell justin dowell daniel sandoval nick bruce yeah it's gotta be that's those what, three huh? i think i'm probably a little ignorant to it yeah. there might be some them, some yeah. other people in there make but sure yeah, they cover your health insurance <laughs> I think Olympics does do that. Yeah. Like, no, I think it's yeah, positive. They, yeah. That's like a yeah, I mean, if nice you're in the perk. Olympics, I would hope so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard they actually they pay you like monthly. Or oh yeah, no, too. it's, yeah, it's like a first... legit sponsor that's with health insane. insurance and wow. everything. So like that, that's why people get so into it. It's like a good for them. Yeah. yeah there's a feast. There's a feast course down the road. Mm. What? There's a feast course down the road. <laughs> there actually is. They yeah. built one in Chula Vista. Wow. Yeah. You can't ride it though. <laughs> gotta have credentials and, and, you, and you can put you on a list and, and then, then you, you have to get like the covid 600 covid test yeah mm. gary said he went through the process and it was insane and i was like was it worth it and he's like mm. yeah i don't think any of that worth it yeah no. so i'd rather go ride an alleyway down the street you can ride my ramp down the street <laughs> exactly. with no, there you no go. COVID <laughs> test in my um we when we talked about the the rig and all that we uh glanced over the instagram deletion all right 
for a little while. So, uh, oh you know, a lot. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Disappeared. You do such a thing. So, a lot <laughs> Did of he pe- die? You know, a lot of people put their, you know, delete the app and stuff like that, but and their account is still there and blah, blah, blah. You actually, like, hid your, I, I don't know the specific term for it, but you, when you searched Corey Martinez, it didn't show up anymore. Yeah. And I didn't know, I don't know how many followers. Deactivated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you have 150,000 followers or whatever. And it was like, somebody texted me, he was like, Corey Martinez doesn't have an Instagram account anymore. And that that's when we ended up talking on the phone because I was like, whoa, this is uh-huh. like, that's like a heavy move in the terms of like, uh, you know, a professional bike rider right. these days is supposed to represent companies. The cat is here. Okay. And, uh, and I was like, hey, are, are you good? You know, just like a weird, which, a weird thing. Like you deleted, you deactivated your Instagram account. Which makes sense. Is Corey okay? Yeah, which you makes know? sense. And I'm grateful because, yeah. um, I think after about a month of being deactivated, I had like a handful of people reach out, you know, like, cause obviously there's a concern if like someone's uh, always active on that kind of social media yeah. stuff, they're going to reach out afterwards. But, um, did yeah. you, did you, so you have your, your bike riding one and then you have the, your secret one that <laughs> kitty kisses. <laughs> I think she's smelling the dog. Uh, did, did you get, did you deactivate both of them? I can't no, remember. No, so I, th- I just deactivated the BMX one. Okay. I, I had like the the woodworking one or whatever. It's, yeah. it's good. Oh, that's that what one, it was. That one's that's been like in so many. It's been changed... a photo page. It's been yeah, a but that one was it. Like... That one was your personal one. Okay, cat. Okay. That was it. Uh, that was your personal one, and then and then you changed it to a woodworking one. Correct. Correct. I, okay. Uh, yeah, that was in the beginning. It was personal, then it was photo, and yeah. then it was just like woodworking. But uh, I had that one active just because I didn't care. Like, and I wasn't yeah. even—I deleted the app too, so I didn't know. I just wanted to get the BMX page all uh, unactive, so what, you know. But yeah, why? I guess is the. It's part of what I was going through with 2020. I just needed to like shut off everything and, and like not talk to anybody and just like focus on me again um. and just find myself and find the avenue that I needed and not focus on making social media people happy you know because yeah. i don't care about that stuff i don't care about instagram i really i try i really do put effort towards it and you know i, I understand the benefits that comes from it you know what i mean of having a following and stuff like that and being an a influencer and all that for certain things but it's like dude like when you have real life stuff going on that stuff is nothing yeah. you know it means nothing and so for me it's like that's what it was it's like i don't i was i felt like i was forcing sorry kitty i felt like i was forcing <laughs> that lifestyle still and it was taking away from my focus of what i am of me you know like where the attention i needed to focus on because i just try to stay afloat with social media to make myself look like i was doing something when i wasn't doing something you know it's like that's old like i I get so sick of that it's like i don't want to be fake you know all of that shit is fake to me anyway so it's like just trying to stay afloat with all that and and make yourself seem like you're doing something it's like got old i was like you know what deactivate just yeah. focus on me. Yeah. And then that's what it did. It's like I finished building my camper out and I didn't talk to anybody. I just went rogue, you know, for yeah. a little while. And I, that's what I needed mentally. <clears throat> so I took advantage of that. And yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy from the outside because I feel like you're so good. I feel like you're so good at social media and like you, you update your story and you, you always did kind of funny stuff. And it was like, it seemed like it was, it was pretty natural for you. And you're, you're the way you're saying it now is yeah, that it was, it was like the it, Matias program. Yeah. Like, like, Mati- seemed like it was just easy. Like when you're riding. Yeah. Like, Oh, this it, is, it always seems like that from the outside. Yeah. But like for me, it's like, I actually have to think about things and really? make it work. And mm-hmm. you know, or like from put, the outside, just put watching things you, together, you know, yeah. like to make mm-hmm. sure it all lines up and, and there's, there's energy that an effort yeah. that goes into yeah. making for me anyway, 
social media. I try to do it. If I was just, just to post stuff randomly, then it would just be a terrible. Page. But that's what I mean. From the outside, it's you like no, it does. It does seem like random. Like oh, Corey's out having fun and living. You know, like and it's like, like Matias. Like I yeah. feel like you kind of you and Matias were hanging out a lot when he was doing his, and you mm-hmm. were right there with him. So like yeah. when, I, when I see you, I'm like. It looks like you're just like Matias. Like you're just so good at doing it. You're good. I try. I mean, I, I was, was definitely trying better back then. But like, like now that I did that two like two month break or whatever, and then came back, it's like I have a whole nother like understanding of it and like interest of like Instagram. It's like when I feel like I don't want to do anything, I just don't do anything. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Feeling where, forced. Where yeah. before I was like, oh, I got to do this, got to yeah. do that. You know what I mean? It was. It's not a terrible thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I could be doing worse things. You know, forced to do worse things. But like mentally, I just didn't need to be doing that. I needed to focus my attention and energy to other things in life and not social media. <clears throat> so that helped me just uh, re-gauge and refocus on, that's good. on that. That's you know? good. Yeah, but it's great. It was one of the most therapeutic things I could have ever done in my life. And like, I encourage that to anybody. One of the homies was talking about, he posted something on his story, you know, making an announcement. He's going off Instagram, this or that. I was like, dude, do it. Like, and he's like, I said, delete the app. Don't, because he said he was going to just keep the app and check in every once in a while. I was like, dude, just delete it. Like, yeah. deactivate everything. I'm telling you, nothing is going to change. Everything is going to still be the same. It's just easier. In when two you don't or three months, you're like, when you come back or whatever, yeah. it's like, it's still the same BS that goes on on Instagram. Like, everyone posts social media gets toxic, you yeah. know? And I it's can't like, stand and it, dude. Yeah. Like, I really do. I, I try to make myself like, present things to where i'm into yeah. it i really do enjoy it but that's the thing is like i have to make myself enjoy it you know yeah. or uh, and if not then i'll just leave it alone and not care i can't look at it unless i'm riding just you like know? i can't watch edits and stuff unless i'm riding it's the same thing it's like a bmx motivation yeah, yeah. if i'm not riding i'm healing i'm like i'm oh my god my fucking logan just did a switch double whip to manual that's fucking amazing but like i can't get motivated right now because i need to sit down i look at yeah. it i'm like i want to go ride oh shit i'm like so that like, was that was hard part of what pushed me off it's because i was watching all my friends ride and do all this stuff in california and yeah. I you got to like, use it as motivation I was, not like i was like i should be there i was like why am yeah. i not there right now but i'm like i'm stuck in this like hellhole trying to figure out my <laughs> life you know this yeah. and that and it's like i got i was literally bummed and like so yeah. That's, but that really what you're that doing that is good and you need to be doing it yeah. it's not your time I to knew be that's motivated. what I should be doing yeah. but I wasn't there and so it was, it was frustrating me you had this distraction envious. and so I'm like if I can't do that then I'm going to delete it and then just focus on what I need to do to get to that point and cool. so um, here we are today that's great yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I know I, I brought it up to Corey when we were talking outside but I, I found a feature on Instagram where you can set a limit so like a, it says an hour or two hours mm. per day so it'll send you a little, little notification within the app. So it's you go, oh, you've been on Instagram for an hour today. And you're like, fuck, it's 1 p.m. Like, yeah. I need to put my fucking phone down. You know, like, obviously, there's I, super, I work on on Instagram, unfortunately. I'm but, saying I'm super bad, but, like, I think of it as a good thing is, like, I kind of just put my time in in the morning and time in at the night a little bit. But yeah. most of my time is in the morning. Because it's, and like, I, work for you? Yeah. In a sense, I, I, I just want to get it. Check emails, it off the list. Emails. Yeah. Check yeah. it off the list in the morning to where I can go about my day and not have to worry about answering messages and, and replying it's to trippy, people, this dude. or that. It's a huge you distraction know? in life. I yeah. have friends come over like to the that. house and they, they just sit down and like they're oh, having to say, so people, like, whoop, and I'm like, look, because I, I just snoop on people's phones. It's always scrolling through Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck are you what, doing? Like, what are you doing that is going to It's a distraction. Change? Yes, yeah. yes. And so like I realized that off of that. Like during that time, before I did that, I was looking at some, some stats and I was going to my friends and telling them, it's like, I definitely like didn't even get on instagram before i i did the two month uh, deactivation didn't get on instagram but once every once in a while and it was 45 minutes averaged a week that i was on there 
you know. No? A day, sorry. A day. 45 okay. minutes a day, yeah. sorry. And uh, so they give you weekly updates yeah. for 45 minutes average. And so I was like, I was hyped on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I was like, once I did that two-month break, I was like, that kind of like got me ready for that to come back into it. I was like, cool, I don't need to spend a lot of time on there because I've already done that to where I'm only 45 minutes a day. Only ish. 45 minutes? Yeah. I so mean, how you, much if, were you on if you, there? If you, if you look at your phone and you check it, like, I mean, pull it up. You don't Instagram. realize like throughout yeah, but, the no, day. No, here, if you go here. I'm probably on Instagram. Let's see. Shitload right back to comments. I don't even know how to get to no, that. No, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to see. But it's crazy. Like, like you spend a lot of time on there not even knowing. Anytime you stop and you're oh, just hanging out on the parking you lot with your shit, friends. You take a shit. You look at Instagram. You know, it's like a little news And it's like, thing. that's five minutes that goes by, you know? How, do I do? how did I just get there? All right. Yeah, Instagram is probably my most used app on my phone. What? Besides texting. Oh, screen time. There it is. So anybody out there that gets social networking, 40, 47 minutes, one hour daily, one hour, 27 minutes daily on social medias. Yeah. Dang. Oh, wait. It should give you a screen time. Yeah. And and you're down 60% from last week. Because last week I was healing. I was on Instagram a lot. That's why. Sitting on the couch looking at Instagram. So that's interesting. Some cool little facts in there, just to know where, yeah, how to prioritize fi- on, your time. On yeah. Monday, January twenty fifth, you were on your phone for five hours and seventeen minutes. What was that? I think that was when three hours. Three hours. Fighting. Uh, three hours of social media. That was when I was fighting the Washington, the, skate, the, the Washington Street Post. I was like, <laughs> two, that was the longest I think I've ever been on Instagram. I was like, I'm never two, doing this. Two again. hours of Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the Washington Street day. I was like, I'm never yeah, gonna get into oh, Instagram. Yeah commenting oh again. yeah that was the first yeah, and yeah. only That's time i've terrible. ever done that i was like dude i don't like, get into any of that i yeah, never you got, have, you sucked me in too. i just you know i just got like a little yeah, personal little something yeah no and, that's real and like, uh you, and you shared your 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 beliefs and it was the first that. time yeah. i ever did that and i was like this isn't even worth it it just yeah. didn't go anywhere and yeah. i was like if i'm gonna do something because like, none of the better, none but... of the actual players were involved mm. well and you know what i mean no matter what you do on instagram or whatever if you're trying to do something like that there's you need to talk to people in real life or have more of a thing than just to post and say I'm something. Like, and that's what I was trying to get across to all these people. And that's why I was on my phone for three hours that fucking yeah. day. Cause I was like, yeah. I want to tell you what I mean. And it was like, you're never going to get anywhere. Just... I'd much rather talk to someone in person or a phone exactly. than like any text or email or something like that's why I'm so bad. And so like anybody that's like gets bummed, though, not responding to messages and yeah. emails and stuff like that. I'm just terrible at it. Yeah, like, it's all good. And I, I try to do make a point, like, you know what I mean? But it's like, I'm so distracted by other things. It's like, and I don't really have that much interest in social media or emails and stuff digital things in general but i try to i'm really like when i come back i'm like i'm trying to make it fun yeah. trying to find a way to make it fun you know yeah. different posts and like i love photography so it's like having that background of interest is like all right cool i'm going to make that a fun way to capture moments and document things you know which is cool it has its benefits you know yeah, yeah. so what is what's the what's the end how many, how, you said 90% done with this property part. So what, what do you, are you, is your goal to get it all finished and then go home? What do you, what's I, the, what's the end of this trip right now? Like what, what's so your. So being, being here, when I got here, I was telling Christian, I was like, all right, cool. Like, I think I'm going to, I'm going to give it two months. I want to be here in Cali two months and mm-hmm. knock the rest of this out along with the cinema project that I got to do. But now that I've been informed on a, some sort of contest that's in da- Texas. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to only give myself another month to film okay. and then drive to that contest because it only makes sense to do that and then go home from there uh, to do that. You need to take that? No. Oh, scam likely. No, you definitely <laughs> don't. <Scam> likely. <laughs> so I'm going to give myself that road trip to the contest and then go home okay. and then kind of reset. 
and possibly thinking about like doing some other selling the truck and getting a van and building a van out oh, and nice. doing it more properly. That's an idea. But I feel like if I do that, I'm gonna have to ref- I'm gonna have to finance a truck and our van and all that stuff, yeah. and I'm, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But but so I'm, I'm possibly doing that. But at home, dude, there's so much new stuff happening. There's a new skate park at this private spot that's going on. We have a new pump track going on now. Oh, so yeah. it's like there's a lot of stuff to go home to. to, yeah. to and summers are great about. there too, right? Yes. And so I knew, I, I've, I've been like out here long enough to escape winter to go back. You know. Yeah. So this skate park or the skate this contest is a, a perfect opportunity to kind of get back on the road. And I'll take my time getting there, like five days, and then afterwards probably hang in Austin for a couple of weeks and then go home. You know, cool. things like that. Actually, Tony might meet me in Austin. Oh, right. Really? Uh, so we'll hang out for a little while right. and stuff. But yeah, so ninety percent done. And I'm hoping to have this month to do that and finish it if I can. This month, what is it right now? February. 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 So you're gonna so, finish it by the end of February? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really focused on like just my like all my dream tricks that I want to do. That's kind of it. Like I have like a set like like five or six dream tricks and like spots that I want to go to. Are they all so. Southern California? Yeah, let's. I want to watch this, yeah. man. Let's, yeah, let's, call like a motherfucker. We're gonna heal up around the same time. Let's go do I know this. I've been MIA like the last four yeah. months, but I'm. I'm. Yeah, kind of I would around, love to shoot so. stuff. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So. Yeah, definitely want to document all this stuff because I probably won't do it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Will. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's well. That, that event's not until March 12th, so like a full month, 30 so days. So I'm gonna leave like. on March 7th. Okay, yeah. To, so to literally, yeah. To, today's the eighth. Yeah, so. I'm gonna take my time to get out there, like three, four days. To that's get cool. There. Yeah. yeah, I think that I, event. I hate rushing when I'm driving like that. So I think that event will be good max. for you too. Like I think it's a, it, it'll be a cool event. Every year, and I think you like, super well I've at. seen it. I've seen the one that Lacey when he came and yeah. he was there. He rode that event. And it yeah. looked fun. Like yeah. the stuff there looks really fun. Was so, it Supercross? Yeah, yeah, the triple challenge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just now kind of informed of it. I don't know about any details. He got tagged in the Instagram. Nice. Pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, that was funny. There was a little. <laughs> like, no, no. Well, so the guy, the guy that is in control of event, Sean, uh, he asked me for the list of riders, and that's, uh, you know, I texted you, and I was like, hey, would you be interested in riding it? I didn't text everybody, but he had me put together a list of mm. of like the people that I think should be invited, and I put together that list, and he kind of just dropped the list he you know he made some changes and put it in, in an order or whatever and then just dropped the list online and was like these people are invited and <laughs> and so it was like a little backwards but like in, 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 his, yeah, in, in, in his head it's like it's just an easy way to do it like everybody looks at instagram and you know like you're invited if you want to this isn't yeah. like this isn't the people that are right you know like he thinks like you know in his head it's like this is the invited list not the people that are writing the yeah. event so you know, there was some like negative comments from a couple of the pro riders that were like, I don't know, I didn't really care for it, but I just felt it was like, fuck it, I'll just it say was it. Just it. Interesting, it was just, it was Rick was just like, it. yeah, Rick Haney was just like, ah, oh, fucking, you know, just being Rick Haney about it. And it was like, dude, like, yeah, you're, you're just invited to a contest. Not if you had, you know, like if you're curious about it, just send the dude a DM, like, not that big of a deal, you know, like, mm. so it definitely shifted my program a little bit, yeah. but I think for the better. Now, now I'm just roll, like I said, like, I just roll with a. You go with the flow, you know, roll the punches and yeah, no, it's cool. However, it happens, it happens. And so now I'm like excited to go ride a contest. I haven't rode a contest since since September Battle Hastings. That was the last time I did like two a year almost whatever. It's great. All of a sudden, you know, you found this thing you want to go to and it puts a deadline on your video part. So you can finish you said you got a few things you want to handle, you know where they're at, you know what you want to do. And I feel pretty confident in, in like that time period of getting at least five or six more solid tricks. That's all I want. Like five 
five to ten more like tricks to finish out. Five or six, five to ten. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen. It's hard. It's hard when there's no dead. It's hard when there's no real deadlines. Deadlines are good sometimes. So is it the same rollout as the Nathan part? Like, is Christian yes. going to do the same exact thing? Correct. Yep. Okay. Yes. So Gumroad, that style thing. Cool. Which, yeah. which I believe, well, I say mine, my deadline is now a month cut off before DeMarcus is, DeMarcus is filming until end of April. So He's got a deadline too? He's giving himself? February, March. So end of March. Yeah. So Christian basically just hit him up and he's like, hey man, so we kind of got to get a deadline on this stuff now. <laughs> and so him and DeMarcus got a two month. And that I was like, oh, perfect. I, that's as long as I'm going to be here and then I'm going to roll back. So perfect. both of us got two months to film. Yeah. But now this thing happened and so I'm going to cut short and it's just one month. But I'm pretty focused on like specific tricks that I want to do in spots. And if I get to them, I get to them. If not, then it is. Have you looked up flights? Flights are cheap though. I Maybe did, too, but it's just, it makes more sense for with, like, with the dog and the travels oh, yeah, and stuff. It's dog, like, yeah. I just would rather do that. And it's like, by that time, I'd been in California for two months. Yeah. And so I'm like, That's you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm good. You know, I've had my keep Cali moving. fix and then yeah. keep mm-hmm. it going. Yeah. You got such a good thing going on with yeah. the truck and the, the I love RV it, style man. truck. It's like, like, I go to sleep every night with the biggest smile on my face, dude. And like, you do six I'm hours so a day. You can sleep in the desert, wake up in Albuquerque, you keep moving. And all of a sudden you're in Austin. Like, And I thought about like stopping in Vegas and riding with Mills because I see Mills riding all these cool spots, you know, all these ditches. And I was actually, if I can get, that to work out, maybe Christian can go to Vegas with me because there's so many ditches in Vegas that I want like some sub tricks. Let like, me know. I want to go to Vegas that too. I want to do. So like, there's so many of those setups out there. Let's and go. it's like, yes, let's do it. Let's All do right. it. Let's do it. <laughs> Christian, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be nice by then too. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So we just committed. If that on works air, out, then I'll be able to document on, on the way out too. Yeah. You know. So no, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, BMX family and road tripping too. That's so dope. Like yeah. you can be like, oh, Mills has been shredding in Vegas. I'm gonna stop there. Uh, Albuquerque. There's yeah. a homie there I love shredding there. Him, like his whole like path, his no. journey that he's been on. It's so yeah. sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's being in the game for a few decades now. You know, mm-hmm. you got friends in every damn city. Like that's so amazing. It's wild, man. I'm very fortunate and grateful for that. Like it's yeah, helped me the whole time I've been on the road, you know, like you just, it, you've been it, it stopping dedicates everywhere, the right? enemy where I want to go. Like, okay, cool. I got friends here, here, and here. So mm-hmm. it like directs my path, you know, like where I want to do. And it's like, I stopped in, uh, I seen you were in, in the snow in Colorado. Yeah. I saw, I was like, if it wasn't for like a snowstorm that happened and trucks to turn over or whatever off the interstate, I wouldn't have pulled over, but I pulled over and I realized I was four hours from Telluride. I had a friend there. Haven't seen in like seven years. And I was like, dude, it's snowing. I was like, I wonder if I can go up there. And I checked the weather. And it's like, it's not snowing the next day, but the day after that is snowing. So I could drive up there with no issues on the road and then have a fun day snowboarding. It's like, cool. Hit him up and he's around. Ended up driving. Well, it was supposed to be a four-hour trip, but it took me 10 hours to get there, dude. <laughs> I was so over it. It was annoying because of the weather and yeah, like yeah. the trucks and yeah. stuff like that. But, yeah, so it's just being able to do what you want when you want you know, kind of thing. It's no, like it's adven- cool. adventure mobile is kind of what I've been no doing. No consequences, really. You yeah. can just take a left when you're supposed to. You plan on going right, and you take a left. I love that's it, cool. Yeah, that's it's cool. It's been the best. I'm uh I'm happy I'm happy that you have found, you know, kind of the, the bouncing in between, and it seems like you, you've kind of – I'm I'm finding yeah. my balance. You know right? I love you, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad I don't we don't get to hang out too much. I know. But. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I definitely feel like I found a balance right now, and then go back home and see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. balance it again. Keep get back out on the road. That's life. That's life. <laughs> I feel like that's where I want to be, and that's the life that I want right now. You know what I mean? So, as long, I just want to push bike riding as yeah. much as I can for the last two or three years that I might have left. So let's just get it. And I mean, like you said too, like the the 
the path of like being making these groundbreaking breaking video parts you might eventually not feel like doing you say you have a few more years on that but like being a pro bike rider at like a another level is so cool too i think like it's so not there's so there's such a lack of that in our sport where it's mm. like you can get these new kids and everyone's fans of them and then the the superstars like in their middle age and then a lot of people as soon as they're like i can't film a video part i'm, I'm out Whoop. yeah yeah and i get it because it's a it's a hard <laughs> thing to do with like because you're not gonna be making as much money as you did but right it's so sick to like it's see true. those they dudes with the passion to I keep feel going like they don't mean as much anymore you know what i mean people don't have the same yeah. excitement behind filming a full-length video part or, That's the, you, or the budget you know what i mean yeah. to the do budget, that yeah. you know what i mean there's yeah. a there's a lot of money that goes into making videos it's like crazy and it only gets handed to like the guys in their prime so if you're like i just want to make a fun part people are like okay have fun with that It'll, <laughs> you know we're not going to give you all this money to make that like that's why i'm excited to try and do this cinema project while i'm here to just do a fun project but mm -hmm. then like kind of focus on the serious stuff with christian you what know? are the ideas for the cinema project it's um right now it's all based off of picnic tables i huh. just want to do a, a full picnic table project oh yeah so i got some ideas yeah nice yeah i think uh, cool. i'm interested to see how christian's you know the if he's able to fund the next batch if he want you know if he wants to continue on and yeah. stuff like that like yeah. that'd be cool if it if if it's viable and that he can make a couple of bucks and fund and fund yeah. this passion he was, project he was telling me like some that. numbers with him and nathan stuff and i was really surprised and yeah. i was like dang that's really cool that's, that's sick awesome. that both of you guys like turned out like cashed out a little bit you know yeah. for the, for the what put in you guys put a lot into that of course and so yeah. and and to get paid out a little bit is nice it, right now he's got a couple other big name <laughs> dudes Corey martinez demarcus paul that yeah. worked on parts for just I mean, we're long, both five not, and six years in the making. Of so this, if those know? go good, then maybe, you know, next year Christian can be like, I want to get 10 of my dudes together and do this. Yeah. Know, keep it going. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. We'll see. You know, like the only time will tell after you guys drop your parts, I'll have like a, be able to average out to three and be like, well, this works or this doesn't yep. go to this contest. And then is it going to be just kind of follow the intuition around and keep flowing? Or do you have yeah. any more like well, structured kind of, goals? Mm, once I get home, it's kind of like set some stuff up at home and just kind of make sure that's all dialed. And then I ultimately just want to get back on the road and then travel. It's like, so it's a very good chance I'll end up back out here. Awesome. So you never know. Cause I don't know. I just want to be riding my bike. And that's sweet. Doing that's that. cool. Yeah. How that's old are cool. you now? I am going to be 38 April 24th. When did you start like hitting the road as a pro? Oh gosh. Like 2001 was when I first turned pro. Like a, um, Jacksonville, Florida contest. Yeah. Twenty years solid. Yeah, twenty yeah. years. Two thousand one. Yeah. And then like Fe by February. February. How do you feel? How do you feel on your bike? I feel good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like I ride and like I feel I good. <laughs> I, like, I definitely I'm slow like like warming up these days, but yeah. like once I get moving and good like and I have something like an interest that I want to do and ride, I'm fine. But like. Yeah, I feel all right on the bike. I'm definitely like, good. sore most of the time, but it just takes me a little longer modest. to get moving. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, do you think maybe that also came with the the break you had during COVID and the, the break, woodworking? The break was a good like, switch. The break is like a good motivation for me to like uh, like a new spark. You know, yeah. What I mean? But so, you're probably still kind of building because at one point you were never you never stopped riding. You know, you you oh, barely get injuries. Yeah. You keep going, and then right. all of a sudden you took this little COVID break, woodworking break thing, and well, you're kind of getting it going again. Was initiated from. Um, Battle of Hastings last no, year. No, I'm in a break on like you weren't oh, you gosh, weren't, gosh, you weren't gosh, constantly gosh. filming for a second. That, like yeah. that break. That, did that you heal did you heal and get a little soft you know, you you kinda healed the injuries, <laughs> but you also got a little soft. 
I definitely do. You say it takes a long time to get going. Is that maybe just because it's, is that the age or do you think that's just, it's just not being around it, not being in the program. That's what I Once I got on the road again, it was like, boom, it all came back. It's like, I know the program, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like being out here and filming and riding with all the homies has been very helpful. Yeah. Like put, put perspective on things again, you know, as far as filming and, getting stuff done yeah. you seem really in tune with your body too your morning ritual wow. yoga mat rolls out back roller you got toys and tools to get it's, the body feeling good and then you get on your bike and it's like yeah it's a pretty much regular thing for sure yeah, yeah. yep stretcher roller out recovery like i try to be on it for sure you're good at it yeah i think right. I, I think it's i'm addicted to it that's the thing it's like i love the feel of like recovery of like muscle breakdown tissue breaking down tissues and like that and the release that you get from that is it's amazing because that's a good when you notice the difference that it does it's like that's what keeps you wanting to do it more Hmm. yeah yeah you become addicted to a process of health Mm -hmm. it's great you know it's like how you get you've always ate good too i mean since i've known you yeah i've tried yeah go camping and you got these like three course meals all this what is this organic stuff (laughs) what did he say that at one point I mean, coming from Alabama, that's, a, that's, that's a, probably that's a big one. That's a big. That's quote. a big. That's, that's, a, a, that's a big moment. Yeah, that's a when Stu it, Johnson one right there. Yeah, I lived it though. <laughs> no way. Yeah, we were at the Whole Foods that's, on the yeah, United yeah, trip, and he and, and he uh, and and we, we, Stu <laughs> made us go to a Whole Foods, and it was definitely not organic Corey at that time. No, and, no uh, clue what any of that. Stuff and he literally was going around Whole Foods before. He was walking around, and he just had nothing in his basket, and he was like looking at the ranch dress, and he's like, "What is this organic stuff? I just." Ranch or, dressing. What does organic ranch dressing mean? Like, <laughs> like scared of organic? Yeah. Like, what, are the, what are they putting in this? He shit? didn't know. <laughs> no idea. It was amazing. Yeah, it's, it's funny when you think of you it's know cool. progression as a human being. Yeah. You literally started Stu, going. Stu mm-hmm. has seen a lot. He's seen yeah. me and Seth from like the ages 15, 16 of like growing and like being exposed to everything in life. Yeah. you know. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. That's and a good story. It's cool. Yeah. You have a very open mindset, and you. I like, like when I say it, constantly you know evolving exactly and changing. Even with riding too, you like. You know, you threw the brakes back on. You you grabbed a free coaster. You went from Dude, two pegs to yeah. four pegs. Like you're always just whatever's fun. You're not like close minded. Like this is how I ride. This is how I have to ride. I've always been open to things for sure. Like with bike riding, it's like I don't want to be. Oh no! What? That camera's not recording. I will just apologize to everybody because <laughs> apparently the camera stopped recording. So if there's, we should just play Corey video parts without music in the background during that. I will. Section. Yeah, like, oh I literally gosh. that will be what's happening. So <laughs> it will literally. You're yelling. I'm, oh, sorry. <laughs> He's sorry. <laughs> God, I'm blowing it. No <laughs> uh, Screaming into the mic. Yeah, right now. sorry, sorry, I'm blowing but it. Yeah, that, hey, we're we're crushing. Once that video doing? stops, let's just play Corey parts. People yeah, will be like, "This is fucking sick." You got about seventy five of them we could play. The yeah. the unclicked intern really blew it today. You know, like this guy. In the behind the scenes, just for you know, he hasn't been looking shit up for us. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <sighs> Damn. Um, but yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm I'm very fortunate and grateful to be in the position I am right now, riding, getting back on the wheels, and just want to continue to do that. Just ride my bike and have fun and enjoy life. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. hell yeah, motivating dude. Try to be, man. From yeah, the beginning. As, as a you, kid you watching guys, you. You guys motivate me. Honestly, like that's oh, yeah. what's been inspiring and motivating <laughs> is coming out here and just like being in the mix again. So okay. as long as I'm in the mix, I'm happy. I'm like, I want to be doing the damn I'm glad thing you best want I can. It. I'm glad you want it. Me you too. know, like yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you tried something else and you're like, nope, not yet. Yeah. So like yeah. I'm glad you're willing to fight for it. And I'm glad you're fucking making it yeah. happen. So it's that's just, that's awesome. It's, it's it's in my blood, you know? Like I can't. That's what's up. That's it. Yeah. That's, true. <laughs> that's me. That's true. That's who I am. So. Yeah. Growing up on Wide Awake Nightmare, my favorite video ever, you know, from from a little kid. I've been a huge fan forever. 
Thanks for everything, dude. Man. And then thanks for becoming friends and just motivating me in that yeah. sense, too. Fucking you the much man. pleasure, dude. Much love, Both of you Corey. Guys. Love you guys. Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Any shout outs? You're on United Cinema. Man, you yeah. Got some United cool, Cinema cool always had with. my back from the beginning, for sure. I'm stoked that they still continue to support me. And then, yeah, excited to do some more stuff this year. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. The Christian Regal Project, Corey Martinez Project, is going to be out in not too long after this podcast drop. Yeah. Maybe maybe a couple months or yeah, something. I, w- I would hope this year, definitely. I want it to come yeah. out around the... Oh, yeah, I should probably say something about this. Um, I, I am releasing a signature frame, kind of like one last oh, signature really? frame. Cool. I, I haven't had a signature frame out. Oh, oh, oh. Doggy grabbing the headphones. We're doing the trifecta damage. Buddy, buddy, boy. Branson, back up. Out, 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 out. Dude. Normally, Branson's not in the he's, podcast, but he's been chilling this whole time. He's a good boy. Until now. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Uh, yeah, so we're going to re-release. Well, not re-release. We're going to release a new signature frame um, that we've been working on. I'm really excited about the graphics and everything, the geometry and stuff that we're doing. So that will hopefully be out this year. We don't know exactly if it will be, but I'm pushing for it this year, and I want the video part and the frame and all that to kind of be one thing. Yeah, you know, cool. so awesome. I'm trying to coordinate all that. Yeah, I mean, the video part's definitely coming out this year. You know, as long as I feel like his, yeah. yeah, what would yeah. happen after the, you finish this month? Like, right. it can take yeah. nine months at it. Just yeah. the, the beginning of the year is right yeah. now. You're about to wrap this thing up. Right. So yeah, hopefully both of those things release this year, and that's it. And that's kind of what the things to look forward to. Okay. Know? Good Looking year. Forward to it. Hell yeah, Corey, you're the man. Thank Always you, a pleasure, everyone. Guys. Love you guys. Peace and love. Thanks for listening to the Unclick podcast. Till next time.